The Tumbling Saber Podcast is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts. Visit our base at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Welcome back to another episode of the Tumbling Saber Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. Another week. Not not the craziest week of all time, but a week nonetheless. Glad to be here with you. Glad to talk about Star Wars yet again. How's it going, guys? Corey, what's up? Uh, not too much, man. You know, just uh, taking it easy. Just trying to make the best of summer, I guess, with everything that's going on, you know. So it's still been fun, you know. I'm... Uh, I'm not not having a good time, you know. I'm keeping myself busy in the kitchen. That's always fun. Uh, other than that, yeah. I mean, baby Mando's grown up at a pace that defies time. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> Everything's good. I wanted to take a nap today. No nap. Baby baby Mando did not take his nap. Therefore, there was no nap for me. Aw. What a shame. Yeah, he ruined my nap. Yeah. I was, I was really thinking he was tired, man. You should have went down. They, they looked at me and he's they like, don't want to miss. there will be no nap today, father. It's like, therefore, I may be in a very unpredictable mood. So watch yourself. <laughs> that's, why he was that's probably exactly what, it, what went through his brain. Yeah, he's like, watch out. Like, I need to be held. What's going on with you, Carlos? Uh, not much. Uh, full uh, Full week of work. Uh, got a uh, changes in uh, what I'm uh, what I'm doing at work, which is a which is nice, a uh, little upgrade, and um, yeah, just chilling out with my kids. It was my niece's birthday yesterday, so uh, went uh, went over uh, went over there and uh, got a little drinky on, which was nice. And uh, watched a little hockey for the first time since March. Wasn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, it felt like watching EA Sports. I didn't like it. It was very bizarre. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was bizarre is a great word because it's like bizarro world. Like the wrong team won. I just yeah I, I I don't understand the point of it. I mean I I do, but I at the same time I don't know why they're doing this. Just like just let it go, guys. It's okay to say no. No winner this year. It was you know we were knocked off by COVID. There's no shame and in that. No, no matter who wins up too, it's just, it's gonna be to me. It's like this season with an asterisk. Like first yeah, and foremost, the, the Canadians the shouldn't Cup. even be there. <laughs> There's no chance they had of making the playoffs. Come on. Well, everybody now is gonna say yeah yeah asterisk. We get it. And then the, as soon as the winner wins the cup, they're going to go, no, no asterisk. Well, it depends who wins. <laughs> you know, it always depends. It always depends who wins. There's never, there, there's no consistency in people's arguments. Oh, never. Especially with sports fans. No, never. No. I would say it, even if it was the Habs, it's an asterisk uh, here. They shouldn't have been where they are. I, I'm saying it even before. I don't even want them to win. I, I want them to lose. So that they retain that 12.5% chance of getting the first overall pick. 
And if not, then they'll get the ninth overall pick, and I'm okay with that too. <laughs> it's a it's a deep draft. It's uh, you want to really build for the future and like like scrub 2020 from the calendar. That's the best way to do it. Just let it go. Just yeah. let 2020 wash over us, and then move in, move into 2021. That's that's the recipe. But nope, nope, can't do that. We got to shoehorn in this awkward tournament, and they're all doing it. MLS, NBA, MLB, they're all doing it. Yep. Half the Marlins team got sick and their staff too, which is fun. Oh, yeah. Of course, it had to be Florida. (laughs) It wouldn't wouldn't be Florida if it wasn't Florida. Although they got sick in Philadelphia, or yeah, was it Philadelphia they got sick? Oh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Oh, boy. What a mess. What an absolute mess. Um, Yeah, my week... uh, Guys, I could have had a better week. <laughs> I got the full downgrade on the uh, the temporary uh, layoff thing from the COVID. It's been downgraded or upgraded, as depending on your point of view, to the permanent layoff. I'm done. No. Yeah, it's over. Oh, uh, that no. sucks. Yeah, that sucks. So I am home definitely for the foreseeable future. Um, not going back to my previous employer. So 10 years of service comes to an abrupt and really crappy end. <laughs> but in That's a way, crazy, if you if you look at, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out who you work for, but I mean, their business, their what they're supplying is not coming back for a long time. So it kind of makes sense. Like, oh well, my my division is is running full steam ahead. Like, there's 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 more to the story, which I which I don't need to get oh, into right now. Okay. But no, okay. it was. Uh, it's not fishy or by any means. I would say it's... Uh... No, they, they got the money from the government and they just didn't retain everybody, which is shitty. Yeah, it's dirty. It's dirty. Not yeah. very happy. But um, you know what? In hindsight, I'm just going to take the positives. There's people there I'd rather not see again, so I won't see them. There's crappy <laughs> things that were part of the job that I no longer have to do. So I'll take that as a victory. And uh, you know what? Upward and onward. Hopefully, hopefully something better comes along in the foreseeable future. But uh, in terms of Star Wars... Uh, well, hold on. Now you have the time to start the t-shirt business we've been dying to start. <laughs> yes. It, yeah, that's going to go gangbusters, isn't it? <laughs> it definitely will. Absolutely. Um, hey, never been a better time to hop on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's something that's uh, been been on your mind, never a better time to uh, be a tumbling saber powerful friend. That, that, that would get you a big thumbs up for me. Um, cool. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about Star Wars a little bit. Uh, Corey, anything uh, up with you guys this week? Uh, me, I've been kind of slowly just selecting episodes randomly of the rando episodes of the Mando. And uh, other than that, uh, my girlfriend and I, we kind of picked up uh, where we left off with Rebels. We were like halfway through season two. Me too. I, I'm on season three, like halfway through season three. It's, it's nice. It's cool. It's fun. She never seen it before. So like we're, we just saw... Shroud of Darkness, which is like I think two or three away from Twilight of the Apprentice. Yeah. So I'm 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 getting stoked. I'm like it's coming. But other than that, uh, yeah, I'm I'm still super <clears throat> kind of upset. I mean, the, the, everything that's going on again. They they had Empire Strikes Back in the theater, man, and uh, it's gone. It's not it. there anymore. Yeah, uh, it was a one week Jaws that's and the all. Karate Kid. I mean that's cool too, but God yeah, die damn! Hard. I just actually Die Hard was there. 
what else was there? Uh, Iron Man was there, the first one. Uh, I, I just wanted to, I like when they turn back to talk, uh, the clock a little more than that, you know, like give me some back to the future, like uh, they did, they did, like that, you know, really, eh? Yeah, some theaters or Batman 89. That one I can't say. I know for a fact that the, the Scotiabank Theater uh, downtown that uh, they were playing the Nolan trilogy back to back, which was cool, but I didn't go see that either, so yeah. But I did buy a box of 24 Orville Redenbacher (laughs) 100-gram bags of popcorn. And you know what, guys? This is is something that, like, if if there's more than five unpopped kernels at the end of the bag, it's an anomaly, which is weird. I've always had, like, like, 20, 30 of them. I'm I'm telling you, like I don't know what it is about this box, but it's like the ultimate box. I hate it when you get like a handful of kernels that don't pop. It pisses me off. Which I've said about other things not relating to popcorn. (laughs) 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 Uh, But uh, (laughs) yeah, no, it's uh, no. I mean, it's the little victories, you know. Uh, Trust me, you you take them where you get them. (laughs) Yep. No, anybody so has always been a bit of a, a point of pride too on my end. It's like, oh yeah, like one kernel. What do you do with that one kernel, Corey? You plant it and hope for a popcorn tree? Exactly. Where do you think I get all my popcorn? There you go. Anybody adding anything to the collection? Swimming in popcorn over here. Okay. I got a few things. Oh, did you? Yeah, that's that's one thing I want to say, like during again these trying times. It's really good to, like, I'm lucky I got in some of these groups when it did, like, I don't know, like, Black Series group, maybe, like, yeah, a couple of years ago. I joined this Marvel Legends group in Canada, and guys in the groups are really cool. Like, they buy up all kinds of stuff, and they sell it at retail, for the most part, to people within the group. If not, you know, like, more collectible ones. There's a lot of buying and selling and trading. It's It's really awesome. Again, just thank God for those hookups, man. Like, I got guys on the sides, like, saying, you need this, you need this, like, all the stuff that's coming in. So I got my hands on a that retro pro- packaging X-Men Grey Beast. I don't know if you saw that one. Mm-hmm. From, like, the 90s Toy Biz line. Super awesome. Like, love it. That same dude also totally hooked me up with uh, Moon Knight, the new Moon Knight that's coming out. He had them shipped in from the U.K., Got had like a box of six or something. Anyhow, yeah, everything's paid for. He's holding on to it for me because he's probably gonna be having some some more stuff coming in the pipeline. Like supposedly in the next couple of weeks. Like I got guys texting me. I got the the Rebels line should be coming in shortly. The second wave of the 40th anniversary line for the Black series, and then there's also that Spider-Man retro card back line as well. That oh man, that's a lot of that's a lot of De Niro. <laughs> But we'll see. We'll see. I, I might not get them all, but either way, they're they're all keeping me posted on things like this. And then I think my my crown jewel this week, which I was really really happy about. Uh, there's this new um, Batman title coming out. It's a Joker story called The Three Jokers, and there's a lot of cool covers. And there's a one in twenty five variant cover, and there's also a one in fifty. The one in fifty. Our local comic book guy was asking over $200 for. 
and the one in 25 was right about 60 bucks. So anyhow, I, I, I got my hands on the one in 25. I, I, I made the leap there. I, you know, I spoke with him, said, you still got it. So yeah, transferred the money right away. So locked that bad boy down. Super nice cover. And, you know, hopefully it's one of those comics again that uh, kind of goes up in volume. For the time that you don't sell it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just nice to know. Like, I don't know, this week I had a bit of time. It was a bit slow at work. And I was just looking up some stuff, even some of your stuff, Kyle, like that Daredevil that I got you, that Netflix Daredevil, that just shot up in price. Uh, what else? Like all kinds of toys and comics that I had no clue were like that valuable, you know? I was like, yes, like something about that rush, you know, making that discovery. I guess, but it, I mean, if you have no intention of ever selling it, what's the point? Maybe I will one day. I don't know. You never know. But it's just nice to know that even a lot of these toys, man, you out of box they're still going for at least retail like the majority of them not necessarily talking star wars but uh, a lot of the marvel stuff i find maintains its value if it's a sought after character and a lot of them are like it's really surprising cool so from all this i got that you did nothing in terms of star wars <laughs> that's correct god damn i'm gonna waste everybody's yeah. time i mean I got all kinds in the. I mean, I'm just waiting. What do you want? They're they're not really releasing anything, and I haven't really been out in the hunt. But at the same time, there's there's we know everything that's kind of coming shortly, and uh, it's it's giving me anxiety, man. To be honest, that Maldalorian <laughs> stuff. Oh, that went, that already God. went up on pre-order on Walmart.ca this week. I saw that, but I, I I just can't. I can't do it from Walmart, man. I just can't. They sent me. Chewbacca, 40th anniversary from A New Hope, in an envelope bent. Like, yeah, that was not back shocking. Twenty seventeen. I couldn't believe it. Shows up at work. I'm like, yeah, like kid at Christmas. Open it up. Like you've got to be kidding me. I called and complained. Sent like four or five emails. It's like wah wah wah. I, I see that all the time in, in the collecting groups where guys are like, oh look what Amazon did to my package. I'm like, I, I'm not surprised. Like. The people putting this in a box for you are not collectors. They don't know that this is something that you want mint condition. condition. They have no idea. I, I've I've been pretty lucky to be honest through Amazon, and I've gotten I've ordered quite a bit off Amazon, and every time it's come, it's it's been well packaged. I just got I got an alert today that my Zuckus and Forlom Empire Fortieth stuff is on the way, and I'll be curious to see how oh. that arrives. We'll see what that looks like once it arrives here. It's supposed to be Friday of this coming week, so we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. It better be in good shape because it, that was an Amazon exclusive, so there's no choice. Like you've got to order it from Amazon, so they damn well I'm better my pro app. packed it properly. I'm checking my Prime or my Amazon right now. <laughs> Mine's supposed to ship too. So, um. Corey, did you see the three pack of Echo Fives and Jesse for the vintage oh, hell collection? Yeah. Special action figure or whatever. Yeah, so cool. Is that going to make you uh, do a little back dive into the three and three quarter set? No, it's the packaging, man. Like I, I don't mind those the three and three quarters of that group. You know, I have Afra three pack. Um, eesh, I don't remember. I have another one as well. We have Luke. But yeah, yeah, Luke. And uh, yeah, other than Luke. that, 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I really love that old school packaging and depending on who's in that box, like that's that's a box to have. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to want... I mean, I will definitely get at least one. I'm going to hope that uh, I'll be able to somehow swing a second because I really want to crack that open. Really badly. I've been slowly going through my collection. I'm pulling out clones where I can and starting to set them up. I don't have too many. I probably have like a little uh, seven or eight clones set up, but the more yes. I can get, the better it will be for me. Forlom and Zuckus have sh uh, shipped arriving Thursday. Again, t take as long as it needs to. Just get it here in proper condition. Uh, I ended up watching the prequels again this week with my kids. And again, just again, l letting them t steer the bus, pick the movies you want to watch. We did it like we went all through the prequels and we came back around again, watched Re Revenge of the Sith again today. It's it's crazy. They just keep going back to those movies. I'm not complaining. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch them anytime. But they just, my son is just going nuts with it. And he's, it's, it's starting to sink in now. He's starting to learn lines by heart. And even like the memeable moments, they're starting to click with him too, which is nice. Without having to go and find out what the memes are about. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if I was still keeping track of um, what movies we've been watching since May the 4th, the prequels would be dominating big time. That's interesting, man. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, what else? So yeah, nothing collecting-wise for me this week. Um, although it is August. I mean, this is the month we would have been uh, prepping for celebration. Instead, we're kind of sitting here wondering what we're going to find out anyway, in spite of, of COVID-19 destroying everything. What do you think? Do we, do we think anything's going to be released anyway? Well, I know for a fact that... Um... Something that, I mean, it was rumored to be uh, scheduled to be uh, a Celebration exclusive. But seeing as how Celebration got cancelled relatively early, they were able, LEGO was able to uh, come up with um, a Target uh, exclusive in the States and a Toys R Us exclusive in Canada of the Bespin duel between Luke and Vader. Oh, out on the catwalk there? Yes, exactly. So yeah, it's about, I saw that. Oh, that looks that looks good. Yeah, no, it looks great. I just, uh, I, I think there's going to be like super limited numbers. So as soon as that's available, I'm going to jump on that. Uh, I pre-ordered my uh, or uh, my my Mando and Baby Yoda, uh, the the little brickheads. So. We got that. I actually made a decision, and and I had uh, spoken to um, our friend Johnny Orm, uh, my Star Wars life debt, mm -hmm. and uh, behind the scenes, we were just chatting about our collections and stuff. And uh, I kind of came to the um, the decision that I'm gonna be letting go either my UCS A Wing or Obi Wan's Jedi Starfighter. Uh, I put them both up uh, in uh, the Star Wars group and on uh, Kijiji. Um, just for sake of room. Like, I know I could buy more shelving, but I don't want to be a pack rat. Like, you know, like, I, it's, it's not just the shelving. It's where am I storing the boxes? Do I keep the boxes? Do I break them down? There's just... So 
there's just, wow, the rain really, really just hit my window. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. It scared me. Um, so uh, we've been hit by storms like every almost every night this week. So it's been uh, kind of, I guess, the humidity does that. Anyways, so... Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so I've... I've um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to focus even more uh, my collecting like I'm not I'm not just gonna get anything that has a plaque on it for the sake could you guys hear that I did hear that that's intense wow so um yeah I guess recording music in here is gonna be more difficult than I thought um I, I'm not gonna just collect anything that has a, a a UCS plaque on it it's it just it does not make sense for me like and I'd rather take my bonus points and and get the ATAT. So I'm I'm committing to getting the ATAT. And as of now, I'm gonna probably get a couple of smaller sets for my kids. But I'm not. Uh, 2019 was get everything, and I'm not there anymore. It just. I mean, it's not it's not a question of money. It's a question of space, and it's a question of like. What makes sense. Focus, discipline. Yeah, yeah. It's too. <laughs> there, there's just too many things. Oh God, yeah. Don't I know it? My God, there's, there's stuff. To, everything that I see, I want. And I've, I, I've, I've talked to so many times about. Oh, I gotta, I gotta focus down and just stick to either vintage collection or just do black series. But here I am, still kind of dabbling in both, and it's killing me. And then, even now and then, like I'll still go out and buy buy a Lego set or buy this or buy that. And it's like, what am I doing? But the thing is, is that you're in a good shape when you buy a Lego set for, for your kids. Cause they're going to actually enjoy it. They're going to have fun with oh, it. Yeah. They're going to play with it. It's, it's not like a collect. They're not collecting Lego as opposed to playing with it. Like from now on, I'm going to buy, I'm going to, I'm going to buy my pieces that I want to collect, but you know, my kids are still going to play with like assorted battle packs or smaller dual sets things that i'm not gonna want to put up on a shelf so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not walking away from from the game i'm just not gonna get everything anymore like there's just it's yeah it's crazy and even at that like <clears throat> i said it a few weeks ago like there's just so much stuff right now like i've shown kind of extreme <clears throat> restraint in my opinion <laughs> you know, <with> like this, <laughs> there's this new transformers line you guys saw it they're so cool the Siege of Cybertron, I believe, something like that. And then they got this new six-inch uh, Hasbro G.I. Joe line. And they got these awesome Ninja Turtle lines coming out. They have the retro yep. Ghostbusters. And it's all just kind of hitting the market at the same time. And it's like, ah, it sucks, man. Aren't you into the Ghostbuster line and the Turtles line? I would love to, but I haven't started. But no, I haven't gone there. <laughs> Oh man, no, no, like I, I am totally laying off that stuff. I, I'd sooner go chase like open, open figures from all those lines than go getting the carded ones again at, for, for the same price. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, did you guys see that the the Mando nominated for fifteen Emmys, including yeah. best drama and outstanding visual effects? Like that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. So so cool, and I don't know if it's gonna win any. I, you know, there's just tons of stiff competition, but for first year show, 15 Emmys, that is, 
I have no, I don't know, but I'm going to say that 15 Emmy nominations for a first season is pretty good. So here's hoping they well, walk away with a couple. I was going to say that it's like it, it captured people's imagination, right? So like I'm not going to say yeah, like it was totally expected. What's what's great about it is is that uh, some stre- uh, streaming services like have had shows at the Emmys like the last few years it, it's been uh Netflix well, and the, that's it the la- last Emmys there was no like uh cable yeah, no network networks. TV yeah it's all Nothing it's all nom- they nominated in anything yeah exactly they got the money they don't have to deal with the the FCC or something like that so yeah i i'm down 15 it's no Watchmen 26 unfortunately but it's still an amazing feat like 15 that's a big number like that's quality content right there and it's so true when you look at it after having seen the gallery like from a visual and technical and visual effects standpoint like the music oh come on the show is fantastic even resistance i think uh, got an emmy yeah best kids animated show so congrats to that team for sure so well done like a lot of like I, I am, I won't say unfortunately. I guess, and I got many years of that still to come. But I, I see a lot of children's television, and just they really go above and beyond when it comes to Star Wars. You know what I mean? In this, when they dabble in different types of animation, like so much so that like there's dust in the air and stuff like that. Like every detail is so, it's just there, man. Well, and the the team that did Resistance, by and large, is the team that will be doing the Bad Batch show. So take that for what it's worth. I I don't know what that's going to translate to. I don't know if they're going to alter their tone or if... if, I don't know. I have no idea what it means. But that group, the Emmy-nominated group for Resistance, is now going to work on the Bad Batch. So that's to me, is a good sign that there's some solid professionals doing solid work. Yep. That's interesting. I'm interesting, like you just said, to see what kind of animation choice they'll choose. If it'll be like the Clone Wars, or if it'll be like Resistance. Like that, that's what I was kind of mentioning. Thing. They've they've each had their own like signature style. So I got to imagine. I I, I got to think that they're gonna have their own look too. It, it might hew a little bit close to Clone Wars. Flav. But yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Adam Driver also nominated uh, for 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 an Emmy for outstanding guest actor in a comedy series. When he hosted SNL, he's becoming, oh man, he's becoming one of the, and I, I I don't think I'm saying this because I'm a Star Wars fan, but when he hosts, it's almost must must watch. He's hosted what, three or four times in the last few years. And they're all hilarious. Like he really commits to some wild ideas and they're hilarious. Him and Chance the Rapper, they are my two like the guys who host right now that always deliver those two guys love it. Anyway, um, I well, think just, it's just touching back on what you were saying before there, Kyle, like about celebration. And if we're going to get any news, like I really hope so, man, like with everything that we've heard circulating recently, like I missed out on last week's show. And but from then to now, like it seems like so much has kind of like been rumored. And I don't know, I'm just kind of like, like, yes, we got the Bad Batch, like you just said. Like, they fed us that. But I just want more. Like, I want more content, and I want to know when it's coming. Like, there's so much that they're working on right now, and we just don't know anything. 
Absolutely. I, I, it's, it seems like we're going to get a Mando trailer this month. I'd be shocked if we didn't. I think they're going to drop that, that on, on us anyway. It's got to be ready. And that seems yeah, like an easy was... thing to do in, in lieu of Celebration Weekend. Here's a trailer. Yeah. Uh, confirmation of any of anything else? I don't know that that's going to happen this month. I hope so. I, mean, I hope they tell us something concrete about Kenobi, about the Cassian Andor show. You know, might they go ahead and just blow our, blow our doors off with with the Ahsoka announcement if that actually happens? I don't know. I I, I got to imagine they're going to give us something. Like it's really the last full month of summer. It's been a pretty crappy year. I think they're going to do something to brighten our 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 days beyond a two minute trailer. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, just to quickly touch on it, there was that solo rumor that came from Star Wars Unity. That was really the big one for this week. That um, you know, a full blown solo sequel is on on deck at Disney Plus. There's a whole story to it, but um, yeah, sounds like they're you know the years from now until 2023, when that next Star Wars movie comes out, it's all going to be Mando and Solo. Like that's going to be the live action stuff that that ties us over. Which I'm I'm okay well, with. Kenobi. Really. Oh yeah, right. Kenobi and Cassian, but really, like Mando yeah. and Mando and and Solo sound like they're going to be like the two ongoing things. Like Cassian might be a one one season thing. Kenobi is a miniseries. So I mean, it sounds like they got two things that are going to be air quotes long running. But maybe we'll actually there's a, there's a, as this podcast drops into the main feed, there is an earnings call this Tuesday. So I don't know if Iger is still helming those or if it's going to be uh, new Bob. Yeah. But they, they tend to drop Star Wars news on us in those shows or in those those calls. So we'll see what happens. Like maybe they'll tell us. Uh, maybe they'll tell us something cool. Who knows? We'll see. New to Medicare? Start now. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about some of the top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. If you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, MyHealthPolicy.com is a great place to go to find a plan that meets your needs. Learn more about your options. Even talk with a licensed insurance agent. MyHealthPolicy.com New to Medicare? Go to MyHealthPolicy.com. With MyHealthPolicy.com, you can compare plans from some of the nation's top insurers. Start now to find a plan and apply online. MyHealthPolicy.com makes it easy to find a Medicare Advantage plan in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. My decision, my Medicare. MyHealthPolicy.com But uh, guys, I think it's time to play a game. The game everybody's been waiting for. It's it's sweeping the nation. It's it's not even the nation. Like the, the galaxy. We, we Everybody's been wanting to play. The Hello There Challenge. Are you sure? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Come on. Talk about Emmy nominated stuff. Like this is going to be up there for, for next season's awards. It's going to be great. Oh, hopefully we see the show by next season. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's going to happen. Hopefully we're all here to see it. But, you know, that, that rumor mill has just been spinning all year long. And I I think it's just it, I wanted to just kind of look at things a little differently this week. And basically every character, <laughs> every character who's ever been in Star Wars 
has been rumored to appear in the series at or in one of the series at some point. Uh, so I thought maybe we could just go down a list. I, I made a list of characters throughout the galaxy and sent out the call to some powerful friends and just said, "Hey guys, is this are these is this character going to be in the Kenobi series or not, and why?" And so we'll have fun with that. I think it's going to be a blast to do this. Um, there was no real conditions to the question. I didn't ask if you think or if you want the character to be in. Just a yes or no. Hooey! <laughs> All right, let's start it off on an easy one, guys. I don't have. I, I got some other answers here. Um, we'll we'll spread the, the love around here from the powerful friends, so you guys don't have to hear my voice all night long. But Carlos, I'm going to come to you first. Are we going to see Owen and Baru in the Kenobi series? I believe we will. Yes. Uh, the reason why is oh. oh, I'm just I'm just marking you down. Is it yes? I'm actually telling this, oh. these scores. Don't oh, mind okay. me. Thought, I'm just the host. I thought, I, I thought it was muted. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So for me, it's it's a yes. And the reason why is because uh, th there seems to be just going on episode four, there seems to be a history between um, Owen and um, Owen and, and, and Ben. And I... I I don't know if they're going to get into it deeply or they're just going to like gloss over it, but they're on the same planet uh, and uh, Obi-Wan's job is to look after Luke. So it, it just, for me, it's just a no, it's a no brainer. Yeah. There used to be, I mean, even in, in the old EU, the, the stuff that's now legends, there was always bad blood between the two and Owen did not like Obi-Wan. Even at one point they were, they were, brothers i think owen and kenobi yeah which is bizarre to think about um but yeah they there was always bad blood between the two and there's a story that i always talk about i forget what it's called now but um maul tracks down luke to the to the lars homestead and kenobi's there to protect him and owen says like i'm gonna protect this kid like you asked me to even and i'll, I'll even have to i'll even protect him from you in talking to kenobi so they they don't like each other. At least Owen doesn't like Kenobi, and that's mm -hmm. the, that is pulled out of that one little line <laughs> in A New Hope, where it's, it's clear that Owen does not like Kenobi very much. But what about you, Corey? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with yes. Like, I'm big on this being an isolated story. Um, my my hunch is that he's not gonna go off world. I don't want him to go off world. I want him to be desperate. But, you know, desperate, desolate on his own, like just a broken Obi-Wan, like really trying to find the way and keep it remote, uh, keep it with some characters that we do know that are in that region. Don't, just don't bring everybody into this for, for the for the hell of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And for what it's worth, uh, Kigo also thinks that uh, that Owen and Baru will be in the show. And uh, as does Marie. What, kind of, what, what do you guys have over there, over there on your score sheets? Uh, well, I have uh, Dave Hackerson also says yes, and he's curious to see why Uncle Owen dislikes Ben. And um, Nathan writes that drama. Yeah, so I mean, it, he, he's down. He's down because there's good, there's drama there, and he wants to see that. So absolutely, bring right. it on. Ian's also another yes, saying they're neighbors. We've seen them from Rebels. That Obi Wan. Kept an eye on their moisture farm. For sure. 
And uh, yep, Stu, Stu as well. He thinks that that uh, Owen and Brew will be in this. Definitely going to see them. Uh, I, right. I love Kigo's reasoning behind Owen being in it. <laughs> it's just sound reasoning. Well, of course. I mean, Owen needs needs to yell at someone other than Baru. Yeah. <laughs> you got to read the answers, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that That's from Kigo, and he's right. I mean, Owen seems a little grumpy, and he takes it out on, on Baru and, and Luke. And maybe Kenobi needs to go and shoulder some of that grumpiness, too. Uh, moving on. Baru! <laughs> Bantaloaf! God damn it! Again! <laughs> Uh, moving on to our little green friend, Yoda. Corey, what do you think? Is Yoda going to be in this this show? Uh, uh, I think so from a certain point of view. I don't necessarily think that we're going to see him, but it would be nice to see him communing somewhat with, uh, with Obi-Wan. And who knows, if we get these flashbacks, it can be in that scenario as well. But I would definitely like to know that there's somewhat in in communication with one another. That would be... Maybe toward the end of the series where, you know, Obi-Wan's almost lost all hope or I don't know. How about you, Carlos? I'm I'm a yes. I think uh, whether it's by a hologram or by uh, communing through the force. I don't don't think it's going to be through flashback uh, in the in the context of Yoda. We we still have um, Frank Oz is still around and there's uh, the CG is just it keeps getting better and better so yeah what about it, a holocron sure we could do that too uh whatever it is but uh, i mean i believe more more likely just uh you know uh, probably communing through the forest that would be that would be cool to see that kind of like what obviously he's not a force ghost but you know what he does to luke which is cool so uh um, the stuff we see in in rebels as well just when Ezra's in that sort of yeah hybrid world between worlds kind of thing yeah that's actually in Twilight of the Apprentice like uh where Yoda's just sitting there yeah. is it Twilight of the Apprentice uh, is it they're on that they're at that temple on Lothal. that's the one I watched today Shroud. oh it's on Shroud of darkness yeah Shroud of darkness you're right it's on Lothal. it's not on uh what's the at other the one Morban? Malachor 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 yeah yeah, I'm 100% on Yoda as well. Like, there's no there's no way they do this and they don't get Yoda back in this. And commuting through the Force, I mean, uh, one of our powerful friends who wrote in did say, like, how to, how to commune with him, I will teach you. And Yeah, they set uh, it up, right? Yeah. Yep, that's, that's set up. There's Ian's be... saying here that he... Ian's a big yes, and he's saying the same thing. You see, we've seen them, that he can telepathically communicate with Jedi across the galaxy, therefore it would be strange for him not to keep in touch with Obi-Wan. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Unless Obi Wan's pulled a, a Skywalker and cut himself off from the Force, mm. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know. You know what? Maybe maybe Yoda's the one who breaks him out of his funk, and that's like a storyline. Like that's a plot to get him back on track. You know? Yeah, it's possible. Or maybe he needs to cut himself off just because you know we've seen that again in Rebels, where the Inquisitors yeah just keep finding Kanan and Ezra over and over again because they're able to distract them at this point. Yeah, maybe he maybe he feels that uh, that Anakin or Vader is is looking Searching for, him. for him. Yeah, so he, he cuts himself off. Uh, Nathan says uh, definite yes. Uh, they're exile buddies, so they, you know they gotta commune. 
And Dave uh, Hackerson, obviously, big yes, says he needs to be in the series to teach Obi-Wan how to become one with the Force. Which, I don't know why Yoda would teach him when Yoda dies after Obi-Wan to become one with the Force. I think Qui-Gon would teach him how to become one with the Force. But I think Obi-Wan needs to teach, uh, or Yoda needs to teach Obi-Wan how to communicate with Qui-Gon. Well, I think I think um, Qui-Gon is force. Qui-Gon is probably giving out like little uh, online courses, and so Kenobi, hey. Kenobi, and and Yoda maybe attending the the class of Qui-Gon. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Obi-Wan's already. I mean, Zoom uh, communing. Yeah, exactly. Yoda's already got a degree, man. And like in the the Lost Missions season six of the Clone Wars, he yeah he goes back to um, what do you call it? Ah, Dagobah. No, that crazy place where, like, uh, with the sister and the brother and the father. Oh, like from... uh, Yeah, Yeah, Mortis. Mortis, yeah. So he, like, there's three episodes. It's a whole arc where Yoda's kind of learning how to become a forest ghost, I guess, you know? Like, Qui-Gon's reached out to him. Yeah, you know, Kigo is uh, Kigo's a no on Yoda. He's saying that it'll be mentioned but not seen. That's interesting. Stu, Stu also says no. Please no. Really? I, I, like you know, I, I know I said that please keep the answer short, but Stu, I'd like to I'd like some elaboration. Why are you please no on Yoda? I mean, to each of their own, of course. But yeah, I, I'd like to know know why you're no on Yoda. Um, what else we got? Yeah, Marie. She's a yes, perhaps in forced communication. And yeah, cool. So I, I, there's some large agreement around Yoda. And the, the agreement will start to trail off as, as we get deeper into this. Yeah. Uh, moving on. This one, I think, uh, widely we can say this is probably going to be a yes. Carlos, what do you think about Luke Skywalker appearing in this series? Yeah, I mean, they already there's already rumors of casting a young luke like it's it's for me it's a no-brainer like you kind of want to see him like you know walking near the edge of a canyon or something and like you know maybe obi-wan uses the force to pull him back from the edge like we see that a lot even in rebels like Kanan saving ezra uh, falling off um the edge of a building or at the temple um so yeah i thought we'll we'll see him is is not like he's not going to be pivotal in the series but obi-wan's mission of saving him is the pivotal part so it's like pivotal by uh consequence i know what you mean yeah Corey, what about you yeah, I'm gonna have to go, go ahead and say yes. I'm not so convinced there, but you know that is his mission. Being there, it would kind of be cool. I wouldn't say like a huge role, but I'm saying a little more than like four pixel Luke from Rebels, where you see him running to the homestead. Uh, you could see something like Carlos was saying, like him. I don't say like stalking Luke, but like looking over him, maybe like uh, saving him without Luke knowing, or like Luke being a little Skywalker shit. <laughs> And just like causing running his mouth at the Tashi station, just be like, "I'm Luke Skywalker, man!" And then like some guys were about to go like smash him with like a a hammer or something, you know. And Obi Wan kind of like basically says, "Like you touch that kid, you're dead." 
I wonder how like pass the word along. Obi Wan's going to be because we've seen in the comics where Obi Wan has kind of had to be extremely. Actually, a lot of times in comics you'd see something like uh, untoward going on, and he would just like let it go because he d- he didn't want to risk exposing himself. So I wonder how how aggressive Obi Wan will be in protecting Luke. I mean, I, obviously he, we know that he'll go all in to save him. But in terms of like whipping out the lightsaber or force pushing or mind tricking, like how far down that lane will he go in order to to get the job done? Like that's I think that just has to be part he of the just struggle. has to strike to deal with the the right character, I guess. You know, maybe even one point he, he's dealing with Jabba to make sure that you know nothing happens to the the, the Lars homestead. Yeah, maybe. And we, and we see that Obi Wan likes to buy people drinks, so. <laughs> Hey, dude, let it go. Let's go have a drink. It's coming back. Uh, Marie is a yes. And she says, duh, yeah, he's, you, he's you, the whole reason Obi-Wan's on Tatooine in the first place. And Stu is also a yes. What do you guys got? Uh, Kigo. Yeah, Kigo is a yes. Super, again, really logical and sound reasoning. You know, he's saying Owen needs to smack someone else other than Baru. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thread here, yes, which makes awesome. sense for as a, as a writer. He's threading it together. Yeah, uh, Dave says uh, Luke, yes, only but only from a distance, which I I I completely agree with. And Nathan says the purpose, yes. Yeah, and and uh, Stu, uh, yeah, he was a yes, but he also said hopefully only from a distance, and that's where I sit too. Not, I don't want them yep. to repeat Rebels beat for beat. But I don't want there to be like, I I don't want Luke to be a huge part of this series. Now I've I've kind of banged that drum for years. We'll see, and we've yeah we have heard that there's casting calls out for young Luke Skywalker. We'll see what they have in mind for that. Uh, moving on yeah. to well, Ian's also yes as well, and he's saying you know he's heard that uh, he heard on the show that there's rumors about twins being hired for the series so could very well be luke and leia and basically also the observation of a young luke in rebels so he's a yes yeah so yeah definitely definitely a lot of yeses around luke uh moving on to qui-gon i'm a yes i mean i'm a yes yeah there's obvious reasons for that the i don't even know that we need to go too deep on qui-gon just the connection to him and and obi-wan and and force linking and and Force yeah, goes the future. We mentioned what's that, it. What's stake? Everything. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big yes too. And Carlos, you're a yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nathan is a yes. Uh, he says, I get by with a little help from my friends. And uh, Dave also says, yes, uh, front and center. For, force goes quiet, gone would be even better. And, and there's also kind of with him on Ian's a yes, and he brings up a really good point. Basically quoting Yoda saying, how to commune with him, I will teach you. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I was going at before. Exactly. Yep. We're going we're gonna to see that for sure. And I guess it will, it will remain to be seen if, like, what does Qui-Gon know, sort of, uh, you know, being, being one with the Force? Will Qui-Gon be the guy to say, oh, Obi-Wan, yeah, Anakin isn't actually dead. <laughs> you left him there on my, on, uh, on Mustafar, 
Like, is is Qui Gon going to be the guy to tell uh, Obi Wan that he, Anakin is still alive, but he's now Darth Vader, which he already knew, but um, he's still traipsing around the galaxy in that in that big black suit, killing everybody. Could be Qui Gon's job to tell Obi Wan that, which yeah, again, him or Yoda, or I, I, I always thought maybe Ahsoka could give him that news, but I don't know if the timelines match up. But somebody, somebody close to Obi-Wan has to tell him. Cool. Yeah. Like right across the board. Yes is here. Um, yeah. Kigo is a yes as well. Uh, you think possibly while Ben refines his skills. For sure. Um, Stu By says voice Force Ghost. Only. Yes, for sure. Um, and Marie, same thing. Uh, yes. And for, from a certain point of view, it is made clear that Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan communicate regularly, but it will be just a voice. Hmm. So one way or another, Liam Neeson, either by voice or by Force Ghost, will be in this. I don't really care what it, which one Are it is. Are you just willing it to be, Kyle? No, nah, I don't think I have to put much will into this one. It's good. <laughs> this one's just going to happen. Liam Neeson's going to be back. And I again, I don't care if it's as a Force Ghost or a voice. Although if, if it's going to be a... If he's going to have a lot of dialogue, then I'm just... just I don't want to listen to a disembodied voice that much. Give me the Force Ghost. If it's just going to be a few lines, then, yeah, just put <laughs> stuff Liam Neeson in a closet, give him a microphone, and let him do his thing. Uh, okay, moving on. We're going to do like a little Rogue One section here. Uh, Cassian Andor. Corey, what do you got for Cassian Andor? Uh, on my end, I'm going to go ahead and say no. I mean, the guy's got his own show coming up. Yes, Bail Antilles, or uh, no, Bail Organa knows Cassian and knows where Obi Wan is, and just that connection there. But uh, I'm just gonna have to say no. He's got his own show coming, and I don't want Obi Wan going off world. If he goes off world on some kind of mission, then yes, maybe it can be like a, a precursor to the Cassian series to get people interested or something like that. But I don't want it to go down that route. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. But possibly if he goes off world. What about you, Carlos? Uh, that's for me. It's uh, I don't think they'll do it. Uh, I don't. I, I don't see a reason for uh, Cassian Andor to be in the series. But if if Obi Wan does find himself on some type of shenanigans off world, there's a possibility. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on that. Uh, I'm not on that train. Uh, Dave Hackerson says in big capital letters why. <laughs> like there's no reason so it's a no for him and there's also a no for uh for nathan uh, and his comment is he's busy he's very busy yep yeah, he's I am, crumbing it up i am a no and, uh, um largely for the same reasons like it why he doesn't need to be in this show the only way i can see it happening is if there's like a first attempt at recruiting obi-wan and obi-wan says shoo go away like if, if i'm going to be involved i'll i'll talk when bail sends for me get out of here but that mm. that's such a remote possibility key goes a no as well stating the galaxy is already small enough agreed and ian is also a no uh for undetermined reasons <laughs> <laughs> sorry man the font's way too small <laughs> i got my i got to zoom in at 150 here man no is no, Corey. No is no. Um, no, yeah, Stu. Stu is a no. Big nope from Stu. 
and Marie just thinks they simply won't cross over the shows. So no, that's that's a whole lot of no's. Cool. Let's move on again. Sticking with Rogue One, sort of. Uh, Mon Mothma. Corey, what do you think? Uh, I kind of tossed this one up in the air a bit. Again, like, if there is, like, an underlying story where the Rebellion's involved, which I don't want it to be, be she'd be right there at the top. But I'm going to go ahead and say no. There's, there's no need for it. What about you, Carlos? Yeah, I don't think you're going to get much of the Rebel Alliance in this in this show. Uh, the link uh, for, uh, for Obi-Wan to the Rebels is Bail Organa, and I think that's as far as we'll go, so it's a no on Mon Mothma. Yeah, I agree. There, again, it might there was, be There was one other Rebel who was, who was privy to that information, but wisely kept it to himself. <laughs> Shut up, Ezra. <laughs> Seriously. Nathan says uh, Mon Mothma's a no. Shut up, Bale. <laughs> and and uh, Dave Hackerson on Mon Mothma's also no. Uh, she only knows of Ben because of Bale. So, yeah, kind of we're all on the same page, I guess. Yeah. Ian saying no would be any connection to the Rebellion would blow his cover. Uh, she can be mentioned, but I don't think they're going to spend much time off-world. And what is Kigo? Kigo, I'm sure, is also going to be a no. Yeah, Kigo's a no. Mentioned but not seen. You're reading wrong. I, I, don't, I don't even think they need to mention her, to be honest. Yeah, neither do I. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, she, I could see a mention but not seen. But that, that wouldn't count as being part of the show. Uh, Stu. He's Kenobi's living the hermit life. He shouldn't interact with Mon. Her huge wings would whip up in the sand, and that that's a, that's true. I mean, trying to shake those out, get the sand out of the, that those gowns. Forget it, man. What a waste of time. Uh, and Marie also also says no. I just don't see the rebellion being part of this show. Which I think, Carlos, that's kind of the drum you've been banging, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's uh, they're doing a rebel show. <laughs> they're they're doing the Cassian Andor show. Yeah. Like, why I mean, step on those toes? They are gonna find ways to weave the two together, and whether no, that's for sure. on the imperial side or the rebellion side or what, I don't know. But there will be things like threads to tie these things together, and it's just the who yeah. and the what. Yeah, we're gonna get to it now. Like it's. Uh... The, the the link is coming. Like we we know what it is. Is, uh, is it uh, is it Saw Guerrera, Carlos? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you just broke me, Nathan's heart. I know. No, Saw Guerrera is a no. Uh, Dave also says no. And again, big block letters. Why? Uh, but Nathan is like yes, just because. Okay, God. Uh, he just wants him there. That's, Which, that's his boy. Yeah, I guess. But Nathan always likes a good anarchist, you know? That is true. <laughs> yeah, I got to, I'm a, I'm a no. I mean, don't see him fitting in here at all. Key goes to no, also no mention. And uh, Ian is also a no. It would be difficult to, keeping Forrest Whitaker's casting a secret. But I'd love to see well, him a good point. reprise the role. That's a good point. Well, you don't. Keeping what? that I, casting I think a secret would yeah. fit. 
his character would fit nicely within a few episodes of this upcoming solo series if that were the case. You know, you get that whole Emphy's nesting starting, you know, with the catalyst of all that coax for the beginning of the rebellion. Then you get these two different factions going, right? You got Emphy's nest. Oh, I have and, like, no doubt some... at some point we will see Emphy's nest and, and Saw Gerrera yeah, either squaring off or working together or working together, then squaring off. Yeah, that seems to that be the case more him doing something a little too radical man yeah it ties into rogue one right like it ties into rogue one where mon mothma's mon mothma actually says like yeah but uh, sagarera is an extremist yeah and we like, don't really get to see what that means exactly we don't also get to see why he has a respirator there's forrest whitaker has a future in star wars he sure does just not not in the obi-wan show <laughs> But it all happened, I mean, if you look at Rebels, in Rebels he's not on the respirator and he still has all his limbs. And that's not too far off. It's maybe a a year out from it's true. Rogue One. So that's something true. really bad happens. Is that, a year? I thought it was like two, three years. It could be two, three, but it's... But the may, Kenobi show is like two, eight years before, so Saw would still yeah. be fully yeah. intact. Yeah. And they have to de-age him. Well, they're good at that, so. <laughs> Thankfully, they know how exactly how to do that. Yeah. I, I'm a no, but I will leave a small door open just in case. You know, Saw being the extremist would look for all the advantages. And if he ever found out somehow that Kenobi was out there, I could see them also taking a run at Kenobi saying, you're going to join us. We need you. And Kenobi would say, no, no, let's go have a drink. <laughs> Uh, cool. All right. Uh, Marie is a no. And she just, again, same as above, just don't see the rebellion being part of this. And Stu, no, just no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So, all right. That's, that's, uh, I think Nathan is the only standout there. And I think it's really, he's just it's in his nature because it's, his, it's his boy. Uh, all right. Here's a good one. Bale and Brea Organa. Corey, what do you think? Uh, that's it is a tough one, um, but I kind of went ahead and said no. What like again? Yeah, I want this to be an isolated story. Like, why do they need to contact him if he's? I get that Jimmy Smith is the perfect age, but he's the perfect age to also be in the Cassian series, so it's not getting wasted in that regard. But I, I don't know, like. I don't want him to go off world and I don't want anyone contacting him. Maybe you can see him explaining it to a younger Leia who Obi-Wan is and where he is. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I just, I don't see it to be honest. It's decent. It's decent reasoning. Uh, I'm a yes. Uh, just because of the fact that Bail Organa is kind of a hero. <laughs> like, he saves Obi-Wan and Yoda. He saves the babies. Uh, like, Padme could have easily... Could have easily died. Like, there's... Well, here's one way you can sway me. You know, like, I, I'm sticking to my gun saying that I, I want this to be a very remote story. But from what we gather... So maybe I'll kind of backtrack here. But Deborah Chow is kind of been studying the empire from what i've read or what i've heard 
researching. So if the Empire does have a role in this series, then yes, maybe he has a bit more of a place. But I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I'm a yes. Yeah. I'm a yes to this one. And I, you know, I don't really know why other than it's Jimmy Smith, it's Bail Organa. They'll find a way. Like there's just a, 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 not a I'm, charisma is not the right word. There's just sort of like a magnetism, uh, a presence to the character that I think will add a lot of weight to the show. Well, so, so the, one of the most simplistic reasons when you really boil it down and uh, Ian's saying a yes as well here, and he's saying he's the only one who really knows of Obi-Wan's existence on Tatooine. So t- you might want to draw that line at one point. Like what? What if? What if the, there's a he comes across some intelligence that says uh, X Y Z characters on his way to Tatooine, and he wants to warn him. Yeah, I mean it makes perfect sense. He doesn't have to be, uh, you know, like uh, on, in every episode. It's just, it's just one thing. It could be sending uh, sending a hologram. It could be. Uh, it's just a tiny little thing, but they're gonna they're gonna do it. They have to. Well, they don't have to. They don't have to do anything. I mean, it but could I, be a I flashback. That... He could be our eyes in the Senate as well. At one point, you know, if they're tackling that Empire part of it. Well, Stu's got a good answer here. He he says yes. Could definitely see some interaction with Bale, uh, feeding old Ben Imperial rumors. Like he, we know that. I mean, if you've read. Ah, uh, jeez, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the story now. But I think he in Queen's Shadow he works this way. Um. Damn it! Now I'm forgetting the name of the book. Oh yeah, uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan book. It's yeah. Bale has is working behind the scenes. Like he's he's a sneaky guy. So even like you, when you see him and Mon talking about Kenobi at the end of Rogue One or towards the end of Rogue One, you get like I always had the sense that that was like the first time the light bulb went off for either of them and said, "Oh yeah, my friend Kenobi." I haven't spoken about him in 18 years, but I it, you can easily reframe that so that Bale's just being shifty. And he's been talking to, no, to Kenobi she, the whole time. She she kind of she kind of smiles at him like, "What about your friend the Jedi?" Like th- she knows of the existence. Mm-hmm. She knows that he talks to him. So it, I mean, it just I mean, it's right I, there. Like, it, it, yeah, I think I think Bale is going to be the guy feeding Obi Wan information that he needs because Obi Wan knows all about the Empire anyway. Yeah. I and mean, of course, Empire's all over the, would be all over the news. Obi Wan would surely pick that up, but I think. Bale is going to be the guy feeding Obi-Wan information. Yeah. He, Dave, he goes on the same page as you guys saying they're pen pals. Exactly. Yeah. Dave says, yes, most definitely the OT rogue one imply they're in regular communication and ever the contrarian. Nathan says, no, it makes the rebels and rogue one seem less desperate. Yeah, I get Knowing, that. I, yeah. But but it's already implied in Rogue One, so kind of not making sense there, Nathan. It's all good. It's uh, but on the flip side, Marie, Marie says no, and she's they all knew the deal was no communication, which I, I see both sides of this one. Who all knows there's no communication? Was there, yeah, but, was there some sort of deal where they said, okay, disappear, we will until the time is right? I mean, that's what Yoda says at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Like, yeah, guys, that's, that's, we're going to split Yoda up. Yoda says that. We're going to split up and we're not going to talk until the time is right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that, that still it's, it's, set up, it's set up to work any way it needs to work. 
I, I, I never even really considered them communicating with one another, but I like both your points of saying, you know, he could be feeding. If there is something dangerous headed for Obi-Wan, it'd be nice for him to deliver that news to him. And if not, like I was saying earlier, I think another way for one to get a grander picture of the Empire, it could be through Jimmy Smith's or Bail Organa's eyes, you know, like him sitting in on uh, Senate he, he's, meetings. He's definitely holding the torch for them, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's the hero. He's the mole. He's their mole. Um, okay, then into Leia. And Hold on, can we say, can we say it about Brea? Like it's like no, like Bale, yes, clean, yes, germ, no, Bale, yes, Brea, no. I could see her being there. I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, she, her character hasn't give, been given much service over the years. Leia of Alderaan is really the only time we re- deal with her at all. I could see her getting he, something to do here. That's if, it. If, 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 if again, they do it's 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 because Leia's there. Maybe not even again. It's it's just maybe to fill the audience in where he's explaining to his wife the state of the Senate or something behind the scenes where like uh, it's desperate times, my love. Like we have to do this or we have to warn Obi Wan. Yeah, I mean, this could be the show that finally gives us a little bit of context to Alderaan, so that when the Death Star annihilates it, we finally feel something. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brea could help be the door to that. Yeah, I've, I'd be happy to see her again. I mean, she's in again. She's in that Leia of Alderaan book, and she does things, and she's like working with Bale behind the scenes, and they're they're starting to set up the rebellion, very clandestine. It's it's pretty cool stuff. I wouldn't be shocked to see her here. Um, okay, next one is Leia, and I'm saying yes to Leia, only because I've heard rumors. <laughs> well, I mean, the rumors out there that uh, along with the casting for Luke, there is also casting for an eight to nine year old. Uh, girl mentioned in the same breath as looking for a Caucasian eight to nine year old boy. So uh, people thinking, well, this could be casting for the twins. And so I, I don't know what Leia would be doing in this series other than just being there in the background, eight to nine years old. I, I, I don't know what she'd be doing, but this is really just First about thing- seeing the character. Some of the first lines we hear her saying in episode four is General Kenobi, you served my father in the Clone Wars. So she knows the story. She didn't read it in a book. She heard it from her father. <laughs> so, I mean, did, about what age? Said, That's the thing. But did, he, did, did Bale tell her that just prior to Rogue One or like during Rogue One? Hey, Leia, come here. I got to talk to you five minutes. This Jedi they used to work with in the Clone Wars, you got to go get him. Uh, maybe. I, I don't think so. I, I you know think- what? I could see it more like Leia just being so smart and figuring it out herself, you know, like sneaking through his stuff and getting to his most dark, uh, deepest, darkest secret, you know? Like he's in his office, then... like he's in his office, you know, and the, the hologram pops up and well, yeah, and she's listening from behind the door. And then, you know, like she, he knows who she is. <laughs> like, come on, man. For sure. This, that, that, that could this, easily happen. Yeah. This is, this is the, the Bail Organa show. Like it's. <laughs> I'm okay with that, to be honest. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, what I do realize is the more we say yes to these characters coming in, the less it, the more it pulls away from Obi-Wan. And I really wanted this to be about Obi-Wan. Yeah, at the same time, at the same time, 
this, some of these cameos and, and I don't say guest stars, but we got to have them. Or at least I really want them. <laughs> uh, Stu is capital N, capital O, capital P, capital E exclamation point. No. He's very protective of Leia, so I'm not surprised to hear Stu say that. Well, Carlos, are you, are you a yes? Um, yeah, I mean, casting. Like, uh, yeah. th th I, th I think what they're going to do is we'll see, like, the little Luke character, um, you know, maybe playing in the background. And then at the end of that same episode, you'll probably see Bale coming home and maybe Brea's there and you'll see a little munchkin Leia running around, like, kind of mirroring um, what Luke was doing earlier in that episode or maybe earlier in the series. You know what I mean? Like there's, they're, they're going to play with that. And it's, it only makes sense. That's something that I would do. And I consider myself a smart person. So yeah, I, I would, I, it doesn't have to happen, but it would be nice. I think it would be nice. And especially the way Revenge of the Sith ends, you see both babies being handed off. Like, and it'd be nice it'd be for, cool. to, be, to be some setup when when Leia says that like I've always known about her and Luke being siblings. Kind of yeah. There would be some, nice to put some context to that statement. It doesn't need it for sure. That's all. That's also a retcon, but whatever. It's all good. Yeah, definitely. But it'd be nice to see them backfill <laughs> some context to that where maybe they for for like a, a split second in the Force maybe Obi Wan is that conduit somehow. They they sense each other in the Force. They sense that they're not alone. Yeah, I can see that. And then it's just, it's over. The two connect and it, it ends just as quickly as it starts. And we know that this the brother and sister sort of had that first connection to each other. Uh, Corey, what are you officially? Yeah, I'm kind of a no as well. I mean, if we're getting, if we get bailed then it increases the chances. But I, I think what you had said, Kyle, like I heard about the casting rumor as well. So it kind of looks like things are leaning that way, but I still want to stick to my guns and say no. That's fine. No problem. I mean, not every rumor has to pan out to be true. Uh, Maria's a no. What What do the rest of the pals say? Kigo's a no. Saying possibly mentioned in a letter. Uh, Nathan is a no. Just seems off the board for this one. Uh, Dave Hackerson's a yes. Yes, but only the background of a hollow feed communiques between Bale and Obi-Wan. It's like me, 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 and Dave are, we're, we're, we're on the same. Yeah, that yeah. that's that seems like uh, that's a good bet there because it's it fits with the Leia that we do get in the Leia of Alderaan book where she's she's real fed up of being sort of pushed aside by her parents because they're stressed and they're setting up the rebellion and the Empire starting to really put their boot down, and so Leia takes matters into her own hands. I could see that. Leia sort of peering through a door and going, oh, who's that Who's that old guy? Uh, all right, moving on. One of my favorites, Cad Bane. Corey, what do you think, man? Is Cad Bane in this or not? Well, let me just say it this way. If there were ever to be anyone hunting down Obi-Wan, if that was the premise of this episode, if there were a bounty hunter getting close enough to get a sniff, it's got to be him, man. Like, I would love to see a live action version of this character this would be a great scenario to do that in a wild wild west setting i'm down man like but 
at the same time, like that's what I really want, but I just don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. But if there were a bounty hunter, it's got to be him. So I'm putting you as a no, Corey. Yeah. Uh, Ian, Ian is going no as well. He's saying that <clears throat> Boba killed him in an unreleased episode of The Clone Wars. I agree with Ian. I've seen that. But it's in my head, it's not canon just because, you know, they only got to like an animatronic stage. And it's a story now that left on the table that hopefully we get at one point. Get to see Cad Bane pull that trigger, hit Boba Fett in the head there, give him the dent in his helmet maybe. Yeah. Or even even in Solo, we can see that Han doing that to him, you know. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. What about you, Carlos? Uh, for me, Cad Bane. Uh, I don't even know who that is. And I don't care. <laughs> what? You don't? No cat bait. <laughs> oh come on, man, Corey. Yeah, let it, let it go, man. <laughs> come yeah, on, man. no, I know who he is, but uh, no, I, I don't see it. I do not see it. Like, keep him in the comics, I guess. I don't know. So it doesn't interest me. Uh, Dave Hackerson says no. Isn't he dead already? And uh, Nathan says yes. He's dead, Rick. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. He goes also a yes just because he wants to see a live-action Cad Bane. I get it. I'm a yes um, for the same reason that you said, Corey. Like, I, Obi-Wan will need some sort of adversary in this. And we saw in the Clone Wars series time and time again that Cad Bane could give any Jedi a run for their money. And he's the last guy out there outside of Palpatine and Vader that can go toe-to-toe with Obi-Wan. So I'd like to see that uh, that rivalry resume. And just you get that 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 sense that someone that's able to track a Jedi like that knows his stuff and is a threat. You know what I mean? And like Cad Bane's not like we we always worry about somebody who uh, if, if that person found Obi-Wan, well, they're in, that would be trouble because they report to the Empire. Cad Bane doesn't report to anybody. He would probably just want to find Obi-Wan just for his own sick pleasure. You know what I mean? Like, so he, he's probably after him anyway. So I, I'd love to see that rivalry brought back to screen. And just to have Cad Bane on screen again, man, oh man, take my money. Take all my money. I don't have any yeah, left. Especially the live action it. version. That's, that'd be really sick, man. Uh, Marie is a yes, uh, just because that would be awesome. I, I think it really would be. He's, he's a really cool character. He's one of my favorites in that whole series. Uh, so yeah, a, a good sp- spread of answers there. For Cad Bane. Uh, what about other bounty hunters? Uh, I'm a no. I mean, are you talking like maybe yes for bounty hunters that we don't know? No, I mean like for guys, known, guys that we know. Like, bounty hunters? Yeah, like the Forlom's, the Dengars, that kind of thing. Greedo. Uh, maybe we could see Greedo in the background or... Them hanging out at Moss Eisley Cantina. Like, are Rodians uh, weak-minded? Yeah. Like, I would, I would think so. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. so. Like, so maybe he, maybe he plays with with Greedo or or something along those lines. I'm, I'm, um, for known characters that we've already known of, I'm, I'm a no, just because a lot of them do work together, and. If Boba Fett finds out that the guy who killed, you know, tried to kill his dad, is on, is on Tatooine, like 
he's, he's not going to let it go. So it would just, for me, it would just be like, why tempt that? You know, um, Nathan says, yes, it seems likely on Tatooine, uh, but he's hiding. So, you know, I think he would hide from, hmm. from bounty hunters. It would only make sense. Dave says, yes, uh, Greedo and Dengar. Oh, there you go. So maybe that's how uh, Dengar gets the, the toilet paper around his head. Maybe Obi-Wan uh, smacks him around a bit. Kigo's <laughs> um, going ahead and saying he wants to see Embo just because he's cool. He track Ben down and they can come to some kind of understanding. Yeah, Maurice, fans don't. What do you say? Fans don't want Embo dead. I don't want Embo dead. And, yeah, nope. that would be pretty cool too. That'd be a, a cool scenario. Um, Marisa, yes. And Stu omitted this one. Stu! <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Other yeah. hunters. That, that... Ian, Ian's also a yes, just saying with Moss Eisley nearby, you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And not, not for nothing, but they did build that, rebuild that set for Mand- Mandalorian, right? Do, you, do we think that they built that whole set painstakingly for one scene? Meh, you never know. Probably, yeah. Maybe, yeah. but huge budget could be used again. Uh, Corey, what were you? Were you a no? Uh, originally, you guys changed my mind. Just, but it's hard to say. Like known bounty hunters, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. You're yes, definitely yes. De- I'm not gonna oh, say who, goodness. but we'll see them in the background. All right, fair enough. Uh, Emphis what? Nest, Carlos. For me, it's a no. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't see how, where the connection comes from. I mean, if they pull it off and it makes sense, I'd be like, "All right, cool." Like, I'm I'm down for it. I just don't see it working. Uh, Dave says yes. He goes, "Hell yes!" Perhaps she tries to enlist Obi Wan in her rebel cell. And uh, Nathan uh, says, "No, she seems too busy." I'm yeah. kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Nathan on that one. I don't know why they would want to or or stumble onto Tatooine. Like, how, how many times can like you stumble onto Tatooine? <laughs> it seems like everybody stumbles onto Tatooine. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, yeah, so... the whole story starts with Qui Gon and Obi Wan stumbling onto Tatooine, <laughs> exactly. limping no. there in a broken ship. I'm a big no too. Like. Just it being a mini series, Empty's Nest has her place somewhere else. I believe it would be in the solo series. It doesn't really make any sense for her to kind of even be seen or mentioned in this, without making the galaxy look again extremely small. And uh, let's see, Kigo is a no. She might be a special guest star pop in, but I doubt it. And I think Ian was also a no. Yeah, I got no's across the board here. I, I'm, a, I'm a soft no. Like, I, I'm, I'm a no, but I like what Dave said in that I, it's the same sort of rationale as I have for Saw Gerrera, is that somehow if they stumble into each other, Emphis Nest might try to recruit him. So I'll leave the door open for that, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with no. Uh, Marie and Stu also say no. Um, next up is our good friend... Mall. This is this is a. I bet you we're gonna have some cool answers with this one. 
Corey, what do you think about Maul? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say 100% no. Ooh, putting the yeah, boot definitely down. no. Definitely I mean, no. Come on, we we we've gotten the story from from Rebels, right? Like, guy's obsessed with him. Uh, we merged two holocrons. He finally got his answer, like way in the future after this point. Like, I I don't see there being, unless he's the one dispatching a bounty hunter and he's the threat as opposed to the Empire, which I do not think is the case. Again, if this solo series is coming then yeah, we're going to get Maul in some, some form or another, or I'd have to think. If that's, if that's the case, then there's going to be huge tie-ins with, with Rebels, with the Rebel series, right? Yeah, like, I would think so. Like, I want to find out how we ended up in that time span between Solo being kind of still hiding in the shadows and running the crime syndicate and then being kind of abandoned on Malachor. Yeah. Like to me, I, when we see him on Malachor, like I'm imagining in my head that he's been there like a year. You know what I mean? Like he's been just surviving. I don't know. He's it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. The Dave says no. Hell no. Would destroy what we get in Rebels. And the Nathan says yes. Probably a mention at least Duel of the Fates. For me, I'm, I I think that I mean Obi Wan knows he's alive, right? So why go back to talking about Duel of the Fates unless it's a conversation between him and Qui Gon about Maul? But I don't think we see him. Yeah, it's, he's not pertinent to this storyline at the moment, unfortunately. No, there's the a, there's last, there's other. Sorry, the la- the last time Obi Wan sees Maul is I think in that Mand is that during the Mandalore arc. Probably, yeah. Yeah, when he kills Satine. Yep. Right. Over- no, they. Th- yeah, and then they throw him out, or leave him for dead in space. But then does he see them? Uh, no, Ahsoka captures him. Yeah, season uh, seven, right. right? Yeah, season uh- seven, she captures him, but like, they leave him for dead in season five. Obi Wan and Anakin. Hmm. So, Carlos, you were a no? I'm a no. I'm seeing him. I don't believe we'll see him. There, There is a chance that, like, well, maybe he feels his presence or feels that he's, that Maul is looking for him. I would say probably at the end of the series is more likely uh, to try to tie in a little bit of what, what we get in Rebels and stuff, but... I don't believe I don't believe it's necessary, so I'm gonna be a no on it. I'm a no yeah, as well. Um, yeah, just kind of like what Dave said. It would it would depending on what they did. I mean, if they, if they did a flashback, it's one thing. But if they brought Maul into the story, boy, you're you're you wreck what you got in Rebels. Yeah, big time. But Marie is a yes, saying you know, saying you know, a, a twisted nightmare flashback, which I could see. And that would that could work. Ian is also a no, stating because Instagram. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, jeez. Kigo uh, is saying nope. Enough mall. Yeah, Stu. Stu just says they won't meet until Rebels, which you know that that is completely fair. Yeah, respect that. Uh, Yo, I, gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go upstairs for a sec, guys. All right, have fun. We'll keep going. All right. 
so next up is Satine. I'm a yes on Satine. I'm just gonna go right out there and say it. Give me, give me some of those uh, Satine flashbacks. This whole series, if it centers around Obi Wan's guilt and his regrets, then maybe not leaving the Jedi to be with her is one of them, or not doing more to prevent her death is another. But there's, there's, there's some meat on the bone there for for uh, Duchess Satine's involvement in this series. What do you think, Carlos? I'm, I'm not on that. I don't. Um... Yeah, it's not something that I, I I have a feeling on strongly one way or the other. I I don't, uh, especially the way it's. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't I don't have any feelings towards Satine at all. Like, it's not something that I really care about. Uh, it depends Nathan, on how they do it. Nathan says no. He feels uh, feels like he'd have moved past it by this point. Fair. So. Get over I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel that Dave says yes, but only in flashbacks. So I don't know. I don't want to see. Like I, I, I'm not a fan of the flashbacks, man. Like there's, there's a lot not... of potential for flashbacks here. That, that, yeah, Maria is in the same place. Flashbacks flushing out their love affair. Yes, give it to me. And Stu, did he mention? No, no. Stu says uh, no. No love for the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. What about, uh, do you have what uh, Kigo... Uh... What did Kigo say? Let me see if I could check that out here. He said yes to Satine. He thinks of her. It would be cool to see a live-action Satine. Fair enough? Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. What about Ian? And what about Ian? Ian is a... There's no. Just no. Yeah. yeah, Ian is a no. Did he elaborate any? Where are you, Satine? Hmm. After he says no, but also hmm, maybe in a flashback. So you see, yeah, that, but the, I, I don't know. I, I don't like the flashback thing. Like, I mean, that's could, JJ, man. Yeah, like, well, I was just ruined. about to say you could do a flashback. Like a, sort of like a force vision, which you just cram in a whole bunch of like moments in a singular bad dream. Maul, Satine, stuff them all in there. <laughs> oh, but a flashback is not a dream. Like we've gotten dreams before in Star Wars. Like uh, Anakin dreaming about Padme in childbirth. You know, like we we've gotten dreams before, but flashbacks are like the force back. Yeah, that type of stuff, like uh, like Ray at on Takadana. Like, I, I I didn't like it then, and uh, then we the whole Luke and um, you know, my my side of the story, his side of the story thing going back. Like, I didn't like that. I don't know. It's just um, yeah, not a, not a huge fan of it. Uh, cool. Next, Boba Fett. What do you say, Carlos? Uh, for me, it's a no. <laughs> I'm shocked. I am shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, like I said, it, it's it's too close to home for Boba Fett to to know about Obi Wan, and and does he does nothing about it? It's it, 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 for me. It, like, there's no link there. Like, why would? Why would he let him stay there unless Obi-Wan Jedi mind tricks him? 
Yeah, but Boba then, like, feels too much like a, like a horse, like shoehorning to me. Yeah, there's, I don't know. There's, no, I, for me, it's a no. Uh, for Dave, it's a no. No reason, maybe lurking in the background at Jabba's palace. I could see that. Yeah, uh, but that's about all I could see. Yeah. Uh, Nathan says, no, no way. They'd both make it out of that encounter. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, so like background. Okay, cool. But I don't see anything else. Uh, yeah. Ian's, Ian's a yes. Uh, if they bring him back somewhere, it would probably be on the Kenobi show. If it's set around 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, then we could see Boba as a young bounty hunter alongside Jabba. Again, you, yeah, we could see him at Jabba's palace. You never know. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Stu, please know. <laughs> Stu, I think I think turning fifty got got to Stu. He's he's a bunch of please knows. <laughs> Stu, you okay, buddy? <laughs> uh, and Marie, Marie is a yes. Hmm. Marie is a yes to Boba Fett. I'd uh, like to, like to know in what capacity she's saying yes. Well, Marie, if you're listening, you must elaborate. She just says, yes, definitely. So she's quite excited about the possibility of Boba Fett. Mm. Uh, let's move on to Bo-Katan, Satine's sister. I don't see it personally. There's nothing there that tells me why would she be there. Yeah, I, I, I do have a difficult time seeing how those two would be face-to-face. I could see a few, some, at some point a story with those two talking to each other. I don't know that I see it in the Kenobi show. But I could see it somehow happening in canon and Bo-Katan sort of twisting, twisting the knife a little more. And she's probably a little bitter. See, Nathan, yeah, exactly. Nathan says no because Ahsoka's her Jedi. And there's the link. If Ahsoka is going to get a show, then maybe that's where you get your Bo-Katan. Like, but I don't see it in this show. Um, yeah, I'm not quite seeing it either. I don't know if that happens in a comic book or maybe in, in, a, in a novel. Because you know, there, there will be something. At, at some point, there will be comics or a novel to support this show. Whether it's an ongoing series or if it's... Uh, who knows? There'll, there'll be supporting materials to go along with this show. Maybe Bo-Katan gets in there somewhere. And maybe that's where they fit in uh, flashbacks with the Satine story, which is which is Marie's take that, yeah, let, let's have it. Let's see. Let's couple Bo-Katan with the Satine flashback story. Yeah, and that's where Dave says, yes, uh, more guilt trips for Obi-Wan. Exactly. Like there's there's a lot of guilt that Obi-Wan has to deal with in while he's in isolation. And she's she's some of that. And. Bo-Katan could be the one to sort of put that onto his plate. There's something there. I, I don't know that the TV show is the, or the, the streaming show is the place for it. Yeah. But it's it's possible. Yeah. Uh, oh, Corey's back. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Bo-Katan and Satine. Like, I like what you guys are saying about Satine kind of adding that, uh, that it adds to his desperation and everything that's gone wrong and you know, to the broken Obi-Wan. Bo-Katan actually being in the story. It can maybe be a nice tie-in to the Mando if she ends up being in that. 
uh, if they do have Katie Sackov, it's kind of a waste not to use her. But at the same time, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be cool, too, you know, having the Mandos actually know the secret as well. Like, them being privy to Obi-Wan's existence kind of just gives another level to the Mandos as well. But uh, if if he needed help as well, if he needed off-world help, you know, who can he really call? That would maybe be one of the most logical answers just because he knows that she should probably keep a secret. Like, she knows what's really at stake. Yeah, I guess that brings up an interesting point. Like, if Obi-Wan is ever in over his head in this show, like, who could he call for help? Like, you he, you wouldn't want to call Bail just because that really exposes something. Yeah, exactly. If they start selling, sending, like, rebel soldiers to his area, it's going to draw attention, right? Like, the, something when it comes to Bo-Katan, they know how to be discreet. And the, but, the Mandos being unaffiliated, mo- or supposed to be, and especially Bo-Katan being sort of like a, a splinter out of the regular Mandalorian set, maybe he calls her for help. That could be cool. Like you said, Corey, if you have Katie Sackhoff, you should probably use her. I'm still a no, but... Uh, yeah, I'm a no as well. Could Ian's be something a yes. Cooler. Ian's a yes what on, did, what did you guys... on uh, Bo-Katan? What does he have to say? Oh, actually, no, sorry. Kigo, sorry. Kigo is a yes on Bo-Katan saying maybe they'll do something with Satine. And Ian is saying, no, there are too many Mandos. Hmm. Yeah, again, uh, this could be something there. I mean, at some point, there's just too many clowns in the car. And obviously, we're, we're at some, like, we're all throwing our ideas and, and thoughts here there's a lot of yeses <laughs> and a lot of no's but not and not everybody's going to make it but yeah too many mandos maybe yeah i, I i'm curious what do you guys think about boba fett like i'm, I'm a big no on boba fett just because you know it's obi-wan's show you don't want it to become the boba fett show mostly no's to boba fett yeah uh cool this one could be cool cody what do you think, Corey? I think of all the clones, if there were to be one, it would be Cody. Just because there's a lot of history. He mm-hmm. was, you know, the serving right under him. You know. Try it could be on. another one of those people hunting him down after the fact. And, you know, if he's still loyal to the Empire, maybe he he's retired and removed his chip and wants to seek peace. But I, I'm going to say No. But if it were any clone, it'd be him. But again, I'm going for this real desolate story here, man. I'm sticking to my guns. What do you think? What do you think to Cody, Carlos? I hate Cody. <laughs> I don't care about him. I don't want to see him. Get out of my sight. I'm all in on Cody. Give me some of that. <laughs> I want to see Nathan? Cody. Nathan says no. He's a retired on Scarif drinking whatever the Galaxy's Edge version of a Mai Tai is. And Dave says for Cody, yes, he catches wind of Obi-Wan's whereabouts and hunts him down as a bounty hunter. Bum, bum, bum. Well, there's yeah, a loophole that, to that, Boba that Fett. That could be another. Yep. You got the same genetic template as Boba Fett running around as a bounty hunter. That's kind of cool, man. 
it's not bad. It's not bad. And and then like Obi Wan can dispatch him. Like you tried to kill me, now I'm gonna kill you. And it would be real. I think it would be really hard for Obi Wan to do that. Yeah, he wouldn't want to. No, he he's learned want to. so much. Hopefully. And, and that's that's uh, kind of Stu says no would not end well for Cody. Good. And it it probably really wouldn't. It, it probably wouldn't, but again, the only thing that saves Cody is if Obi-Wan is hesitant. You know, or if, if Cody is still somehow affiliated with the Empire, Kenobi can't let him go. And that, that I think, is where there's potential for some really cool stuff. Just to see Kenobi just go, oh, damn it, I have to kill Cody now. Yeah, especially if he's with the Empire. Like, he needs to hide. Like, you, you can't just let people go. Anybody who sees Kenobi has to has to be silenced. But isn't he, isn't Cody under the impression that he died, even though, like, you kind of, you know, there's no body? Uh, at some point, I got to imagine these people all had a, a chat. The commanders all got together and had to report in and said, yeah, well, I, I took my best shot, but I never found the body. God damn it. He's not dead. Yeah. So I got, I got to imagine that Cody suspects that he failed. And they all have to lie to the Emperor, too. Yeah, 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 yeah the Emperor's we, like, we well, he's him, dead, we but we, we never found the body. Ah, the Emperor's like, haven't you seen every other movie when you don't <laughs> find the body? You know what happens. He's not they, dead. They come back. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something possible here. Uh, uh, Kigo, Kigo's, Kigo, Kigo's a big yes, saying... Uh, because that would be cool AF. Oh, we all know what AF means, Kigo. Really? <laughs> I'm out of it. <laughs> Save it for the Sith Disturbers, Corey. Okay. Uh, sticking with clones, how about Captain Rex? I'm a, no. a big no. Big no for me. You know, we've, we've been there in Rebels. He, he doesn't have a clue, in my opinion. I'm a no. I want I want to say... Yes, because I like Rex, but let's not give Tamara Morrison too much to do. If somehow he shows up as Boba Fett, if somehow he shows up as Rex, if somehow he shows up as Cody, you know, that's that's triple duty. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of stuff for like six episodes. Like I, I don't, uh, I'm not there. there. There's other. I mean, we already have rumors of Rex and Ahsoka being in another series, so I don't see him in Obi Wan. Dave says, yes, how about Rex catching wind of Cody trying to kill Obi-Wan and Rex stopping him? That would be cool if that's part of your storyline. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I'm not uh, I'm not with you on that one, Dave. Watch him be right. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Rex, uh, co- uh, what's his name? Nathan. Nathan says, no, he's busy getting chunky with the boys. Yeah. yeah, Kigo. Kigo's also a note stating Cody is Cody over Rex. And what does Ian have to say? Ian is also a no. He's saying if Cody meets Kenobi, then what's the point of going into exile? Yeah. Uh, Maria is a yes to Rex and Cody, actually. And, and going with the flashback thing for both. Because if they, if we've heard, you know, we have heard that maybe there's battle flashback, live action flashbacks into the Clone Wars. That's true. There's your window to get Anakin, a live flashback, 
um, live action flashback to, to Anakin, Rex, Cody, all those guys could be part of a live action flashback. Dude, I want to see that so bad, man. Like some actual Clone Wars. Like we just, we literally begun the Clone Wars have, and then it's over <laughs> in the film, you know, on film. But yeah, we never really got to see those guys on action in live action. That'd be so cool. Uh, Stu missed out on Rex. But the way things were going with Stu, I th- I'm going to say Stu would have said no. <laughs> um, cool. Next yeah, up. Ian's on the same page as me. Rex just basically never, never mentioned in Rebels. You know, he would definitely... It would have come up, you know. They made it a specific point that Ezra really came on to something there. You know what I mean? Unless Kenobi told Rex at some point, never speak of me being here. Yeah, no. Which just seems like bandaging over your own wounds. Yep. Like, you know, you gave yourself a paper cut. Now I got to band-aid it. Like, don't do this to yourself. Yeah, just leave it alone. Uh, Ahsoka, Corey. Yeah, again, uh, I'm a, I'm a no on Ahsoka. I'd like to see her, you know, it looks like she's really coming back, which is really amazing. But again, I just, I, I want to think that they've met just because Ahsoka, there's some loose ends there, but it's still by the time Rebels comes around, like, I don't know how much respect she really has for, for Obi-Wan, you know? And I, I just don't see the point as to why. But again, it could be if he was in trouble, he doesn't know that she's still out there. Maybe she knows that he's out there. I don't know. If if someone's finding someone, she's finding him, not the other way around. You know what I mean? But I just don't. I, I don't know. I don't see her being in this either. I'd like it, but I just... Again, it kind of steals the thunder away from Obi-Wan in the kind of like a Boba Fett way. Maybe even bigger. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm I'm a yes to Ahsoka just because I feel like there's there's too much left between these two, especially with the, you know, the focal point being Anakin, like the one shared person between the two. These these two have to it can't be left the way it is between these two. Um, well, you know, here's seven. one thing too. Re- Re- Rebels kind of again alludes Ahsoka slowly starting to grasp and deal with. Again, in this episode, we keep somehow keeps coming up. The one I want I watched today, the Shroud of Darkness. Like she's really in that episode, she kind of comes to the realization that Anakin is Darth Vader. You know, she's thought of it before, but she's kind of blocked it out. And in that episode, he's talking to her in the temple saying like, you left me, you betrayed me. And I was like, look what I've become. And his voice changes into Vader from Matt Latner. It's anyway, great scene, but her slowly realizing it that then, you know, you'd like for those two to have that conversation. But again, it would really mess with the timeline and Canon. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I would love to see these two meet in live action though. That would be so so amazing. Carlos, what do you where are you on Ahsoka? 
I, this is for me, it was the hardest one. Yeah. Like, uh, this is a tough it's, one. um, it's what, what I want versus what I think they're going to do versus what they're probably going to do. Like, it's hard for me to say. So I'm going to say no. Um, just because she's rumored to be in other series. Um, but I, I, we know that she has a relationship with Bail Organa. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to loophole it and say that uh, maybe she brings back information to Bail who transmits it to Obi-Wan. Uh, I, think, I think that's, that's as far as it's going to go. Uh, Nathan says no, and his only word was felony. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> and, he's the only one that can touch her. Yeah, and um, Dave also says no, hard no. Obi-Wan represents all that about the Jedi Order that she rejected. See, I would, I'd agree with that, and I, I feel like that's where the show could bring these two together and have them hash it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she could teach him a thing or do yeah yeah but then you see him in episode four and what did he really learn so it would be stupid i think because she she has that opportunity to teach him and and then he's still the same dogmatic obi-wan i I did you know what you just convinced me thank you Corey. no she's not in the show (laughs) kigo thinks she is saying uh because this will be an intro into live action version prior to her own gig. And I get that too, kind of setting up the characters and you can do that with a lot of them here for future stuff. But unless she shows up know. in Mando season two first, which True. is the rumor. Which, yeah. Which is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, cool. I mean, yeah. Ahsoka's that's, that's a real tricky dance to get that one. Right. I mean, we know that they've rewritten the show enough, so maybe that's one of the sticking points that they just, they gotta get that part right. Yeah. Ian's on the same page as you, Kyle, saying they're saving her for Mando, so it's a no. Too much history with Kenobi. Yes, yeah, so I think that's only, the reason to engage with it. We we need we need to understand that this thing is only six episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like so far, we have like twelve episodes worth of like storylines going on. Exactly. <laughs> Each episode. That's is three why, hours. That's why this thing is stuck. <laughs> That's why we're talking about it for so long, because it's like, okay, well, if this happens, then this happens. You know what I mean? Well, we are getting to the end of the list here. Uh, yeah. let, let's let's plow ahead through the last, what, five, six ones here? Inquisitors. Corey, what do you got? I I'm I said no. I mean, I'd like for that to happen just because it could be that brother or sister that we haven't seen yet, a new one, a masked villain, super cool in Star Wars. Something brooding, dark, evil, uh, a real threat. Maybe not so much to someone like Kenobi, but we don't know what state he's in when we come upon his character again. Like in my head, I I really want to see him, you know, like Anakin style episode two, abusing the force with the apple and cutting it and stuff and being a bit of a douche. But (laughs) Obi-Wan kind of doing that with drinks. You know what I mean? It's like sloppy, drunk, lost his way. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like Frank the Tank? That kind of uh, drunk? No. I can, well, I can see Obi-Wan being happy and... Like a happy drunk? A happy, like, bad drunk. You know what I mean? 
he could get his reputation in Tatooine of being that guy. But uh, it could be a serious threat. I'd love to see it. But I'm, again, I don't know. My gut's just telling me no. What about you, Carlos? The guy's, the guy's squared off against Maul, Vader, everybody. You know what I mean? Like, you send an Inquisitor against him. You, you know what Obi-Wan's coming out on top. Yeah, for sure. What, what do you well, think, Carlos? Uh, yeah, no, for me, it's no. I've, I've seen enough. <laughs> I'm the same thing. Like, no. Obi-Wan dusts off Inquisitors like they're not even... They're buzzing flies to him. It's like Ghostbusters bothering uh, Zigo. Saber copters. Yeah, he, he, Live he, action saber copter, man. No, come on. No, bro. thank you. No, thank you. Uh, no, I, I. Yeah, the Inquisitors never scared me. I mean, Kanan took out the Grand Inquisitor. The coolest thing about the Inquisitors is their uh, their their Tie Fighter, the prototype. Yeah. It is very cool. Yeah, Dave very says good. yes, but only in Imperial propaganda and hollow feeds. And uh, Nathan says no, cutting it too close. Uh, Stu oh. says no. <laughs> and Marie says no. Marie says yes, very possible. Although Vader didn't know Obi Wan was, was alive until A New Hope, so maybe not. So she's kind of on the fence. But again, it could be a situation where a, a, an Inquisitor finds Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan kills him before he has a chance yeah. to report back. That's it. It'd be exciting because Ian's stating just that like he's a no just because everything is supposed to remain a secret, you know. Mm-hmm. But that could be the, the intense thing about it. And Kigo is a yes saying, I think the writers will jam them in for some saber action. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, somewhere they're going to put in saber action. I don't think this is going to be a very... I've said it a million times. I don't think this will be a very action-heavy series. But somewhere they're going to put in some lightsaber action. And maybe the Inquisitors are the place to shove them in. Anyway, we shall see. Next up is Will Huff, Grand Moff Tarkin. Carlos, what do you got to say for that? No... No. There's no reason. Like, what? what? How many billboards are we going to see? Like, no. There's no reason. None whatsoever. I'm I'm sad that you put this on this list. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Corey? I, I actually thought it was a bit of a hard one just because there's so many other variables, you know, when we start talking about from what, again, I'm led to believe the empire is going to be a big part of this. And if we start talking about characters like Bail Organa and stuff, and the way I see it, like, you know, they're in the Senate and stuff. Like, who do you think's addressing the Senate or who's there? Like, if you want to see a bigger view of the political system and whatnot, if they want to spell that out a bit, I, I would think that he's going to be there at the forefront, you know? So I, I found it a little more difficult than that. And I, I'm going to go, you know, what, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, just because it'll make things more familiar on the, on the, on the empire front, you know, get a big dog out there. Like, but that's, again, it's all depending which direction they really take with this thing. You know, like I don't want them to, 
to involve the Empire and stuff like that. Or like, you know, maybe he's talking to Vader at one point saying, we've heard rumors of a a person on Tatooine or whatever. And Obi-Wan, like Vader be like, I'll take care of it personally, but kind of just sweeps it under the rug, you know? Yeah, yeah that would make them like stupider than stupid. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> and I, then, and then, then he's following Leia to Tatooine, and he stays on the ship and doesn't go down on the surface. Yeah, you just want to go down there. Or his son is there. It's he hates dumb. sand. No, if if, it gets if all up Vader, in his gears, if Vader yo. says the word Tatooine or, Mar- or or Tarkin actually mentions Tatooine, if that happens, I'm selling all my Star Wars stuff. Yeah, Tatooine literally, literally grinds Vader's gears. <laughs> nah, it's dumb. I don't see them talking about Tatooine. He might be in the show, like you know, like just as a a token little. You, I don't. I don't. Can, I don't want the show to be all about. Th- yeah, me neither. Man. It's gonna be dope, but Obi Wan. Yeah. Like I'm, Nathan I'm, says, no. Even a handsome boy like Tarkin can't get around that much. And uh, Dave says, Tarkin, yes, why not? A meeting between Tarkin and Jabba would be fun. <laughs> oh, boy. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but to, to what end? Like, j- there's only six episodes, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But again, we, if you want, if you want to spell this. out we, Empire. We can't have everything. And... Like, all the things that we're saying yes to, yeah. like, we, that, I don't think that means that we think all of it's going to be in. But you know what I mean? Like sometimes less is more. So when you have a character like Tarkin representing the Empire off world or whatever it is, instead of using like armies, it still goes a long way. You know what I mean? He does. He doesn't. He doesn't like. He, he doesn't represent the Empire. Like he's yeah, he's, he's the, the worst of. He's not the spokesman, dude. He's he's got Vader on a leash, man. In the first one, when he's basically yeah, but- like. You don't know who's in charge, really. That, like, but that's the military arm. Like, I don't think like he's he doesn't present himself to the Senate. Like, that's not how things work. True, but like he's the one who's just like he's the one who explains everything about like the the Senate being disbanded and all that. Yeah, uh, you can get like that in close quarters, or Jimmy Smith's getting a catching a whiff of that, you know. Well, I mean, I have we the rumor out there is that there's a pretty heavy imperial component to this, to this show. And if that is true, then I have a hard time seeing, not having, I have a hard time not seeing Tarkin being a part of it. Yeah. So for that too. reason, I say yes, he's going to be in it. And like you said, Corey, I like how you put it. Like if you're going to have Bale on one side, you're going to have Tarkin on the other as sort of like the counterpoint to him. Um, and it also just spells out like the fear, like. Like the circumstances, you know. Anyway, yeah. Ian says no. He's saying he just hangs around in starships. I can't see how he'd be involved in the Kenobi story. He doesn't seem to care much about force or magic. So why would he care? Why would Obi Wan be on his radar? And that's a good point, actually. The last point, like he well, seems unless, unless they're talking about something else that potentially leads to Obi Wan. No, I agree, but like I like what he says about. You know, we've seen that in the Clone Wars that he kind of thinks the Force and all that stuff, and it's it's tomfoolery, kind of. You know, it's a joke. 
Uh, Stu says yes, the internet said so. And the, yeah. the internet is never wrong. Um, and Marisa also says yes, I'd totally be down for a side story focusing on the Empire. Kigo's a Kigo's a no as well. Not needed. Yeah, he's kind of not not necessarily. I, I, I could swing with that too. Uh, Darth Vader. Getting close to the end here, guys. Darth Vader, is he in this? Ugh. You'd like to get him to, to get a cameo just because the timeline's right. The two of them together. It'd be a nice contrast if we actually do get Anakin as well. Can get deep, man. So I'm going to say yes. Like you could see him maybe again, like we've talked about Obi-Wan shutting him off himself off from the force because Obi-Wan or uh, Vader is searching him out. Yeah, I think we get a little bit of that. I think there there's, there's part of uh, my answer is yes. Uh, just um, if you follow like the first Vader run, or the, the the 2018 Vader run, Charles Soule, like his whole thing is like going across the galaxy and like trying to f- figure stuff out. And I think at one point maybe Obi Wan feels him, and he knows he's alive, and tries to like uh, like Corey said just to shut himself off from. Uh, to hide his location. So I don't know. I, it's, I've, That's true. I, I, I then you could, I, from that point on, you could see Obi-Wan's like nightmares or whatever getting worse, you know, like having flashbacks of horrible things. And yeah, too many flashbacks going on in this series so far. Uh, D- Dave says yes, uh, but only in Imperial propaganda, hollow feeds or force force visions and flashbacks. And Nathan says, Anakin, Anakin. So I guess he's saying yes. Yeah, but I, I, I differentiate, differentiate between Anakin and Vader. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, he's dubbed Darth Vader um, by Palpatine in, in, the, in his chambers. And, but only really becomes Vader when he puts the suit on. Yeah, that's it. They're, they're two different characters, Anakin yeah. and Vader. But he, he goes, yes, he's not sure how it's going to happen, but don't meet Ben. 100% agree there. And Oh, yeah. They'll, Ian, those two do not come face-to-face in this show. No, Ian is a no, uh, and he's citing basically A New Hope. And when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Exactly. They're not going to tamper with that. They, oh, boy. Been, I've, I've been on that soapbox for, for enough times, but I, I do think he's in the show 100%. I don't think they'll be able to avoid putting him in the show. I just I don't I don't know what he's doing, but I, I you do a show about Obi-Wan Kenobi, who's so connected to Darth Vader. Vader's going to show up somehow. I don't know what role, what capacity, but he'll be in this for 100% to me. What about Vader's puppet master, Palpatine? What do you think, Corey? You know, I kind of said if Vader's in it, then Palpatine should be in it too. Yeah, so why not? I'm going to say yes. It's a dark side jamboree. Like, dark I can see Palpatine Vader. like Palpatine. telling Vader, like, he's like, your master still lives. He's like, are you sure? I haven't sensed him. He's like, 
I've felt a disturbance or whatever, you know? Then Obi-Wan hasn't done a good job of turning himself off the Force. Well, he doesn't, you know, none of it's happened yet. None of it's transpired, and the Emperor is actually quite powerful, you know what I mean? We're talking about him communicating with Yoda and stuff, too. Like the Emperor is quite sneaky, and Vader's also very powerful, probably looking for him as well. But, you know, let's say, again, that's one of those things where you know, after reading the comics as well, that if Vader finds out, he's probably going to keep that one up his sleeve and not tell the Emperor. Yeah, maybe. I'm. I mean, yes, on Palpatine too, but I don't like this. He, he very fleeting, either like a like a hologram chat, a yeah, quick exactly. one, just one more little bit of Ian McDermott, just one more little little helping of of that guy doing that character. He's so good at it. You know, we got that bonus of Rise of Skywalker, which we never thought we'd see. One more, just one more. Give me like a little tiny little dessert just to finish it off. I don't know what capacity. More m- mental manipulation, emo- emotional abuse <laughs> to to Vader about the whole Obi Wan thing. I-, I think Palpatine's in this. Are we are the three of us? Yes, is here. I'm a, yeah, I'm a no. Is yes. Carlos, is I'm a, a no. I- yeah, I'm a no for Palpatine. There's just uh, no go for Papa Palpatine. Like, uh, no, I can't. There's too like, it's just too much. Uh, Nathan says no. Also, being busy, disappointed by his clone son, <laughs> or his son clone. And uh, Dave also says no. Hard no. Uh, needs to keep the aloof vibe from the OT. Cool, Corey. So- what do you got? Ian is saying no. Uh, no, Ian's saying yes. He's like, I don't know why, but I can see this happening. Lucas brought him back for Tross. Or Lucasfilm brought him back for Tross, so why not? I don't think they'll meet in person. But if there's Yoda, they should be Palpatine. And hmm. let's see what Kiko has to say. Kiko is on the fence. He just can't decide on this one. Oh, I, I never would have pegged Kigo as the fence sitter. No, that's Corey usually. Yeah, that's Corey. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you just got to not make a decision, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Marie is a yes. And Stu is a no. Just no. No. Yeah, Stu wants uh, Stu wants a gritty Logan esque Obi Wan series. Yeah, I'm 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 down with him. Uh, all right, last one here, guys. Any other surviving Jedi? That could be really cool. Like another Jedi. Like obviously, again, like Obi Wan wants to stay off the radar. Doesn't want to call attention to himself. So I can't see him really wanting or allowing people to come and chill with him. But it would be cool for him to, you know, form a bit of alliance, in my opinion, like have like a group of samurai, if you will, space samurai, space ninja, and them all kind of die for the cause. So <laughs> no, you're no saying one, yes? Like, no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> it would be cool. Uh, what about you, Carlos? I'm a no on this. Just no. Just no. All right, what is the powerful? Actually, no, I, 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 
I guess it's I, I technically I'm a yes, although my yes ends up being a wild card. My one of my two wild cards. Actually, I only have one wild card. Um, I'm gonna just take a shout and say Quinlan Voss. He's out there. He's a bit of a rogue. He's uh, I think he can slide into this he, story. He, he's a tracker. He's a tracker. And I think he can slip in and out of this story and either die or not and just disappear again. And like that is already that precedent of him just being a, a lone wolf is already part of his his MO. So I could yeah. definitely see it. I'm going with Quinlan Voss as going to be in this show, and I think people would go completely bananas to see it. Yeah, Nathan is of the exact same uh, opinion. He says, I don't know that it's likely, but canonically it's extremely possible that Quinlan Voss shows up, and I'm all for it. There you go. That's I'm totally totally with Nathan on that one. Kigo's say, saying yes. He's like, I can't say who, but I'm sure it'll happen. Dave says no. Hard no destroys the integrity of Obi-Wan's mission. Elaborate, Dave. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's got some great thoughts to back that up. I want to Always. Hear yeah. Um, I, could, I could see one of them kind of sacrificing themselves, saying, like, you know, like, I'll go down with the ship, kind of. You get out of here, and I'll take the rap for everything that's gone on. Like, I'll be the only Jedi that was really talked about. Uh, yeah, I mean, the sacrifice thing is, it's well-worn. Get Depa Balaba. Oh, she did. Yeah, but how did she get there? I mean, she like, died you know, they... uh, Order 66. Are you sure? Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have given Carter that uh, Kanan comic. Uh, no, not that Balabalaba. Who am I saying? Uh, <laughs> that's Kanan's master. But um, the one that Kanan wants to take Ezra to to get trained in Rebels. Oh, Luminara Unduli. Yeah, exactly. Like She survived Order 66 and somehow she got trapped afterward. Yeah. Oh, ooh, boy. That could be cool. Yeah, just like the, the whole thing of like, okay, Obi-Wan, I'm going to give my... I, I understand your mission. This is what you have to do. The Empire's onto us. I'll give myself up. And they'll have their Jedi trophy. Nice meeting you. Or <laughs> nice seeing you again. I, I guess depending on how they set that up, it could be kind of a cool moment. We'll see. Um, uh, Stu says No. I've always felt that Ben has no communication with other Jedi whilst on Tatooine. And Marie is a yes. Perhaps they find him and ask for his help. Is that it? Is that everybody? That's it. I got some good wild cards, though. Yeah, man. let's go through the wild cards here. What do you got there for wild cards, Corey? Uh, my end, I got, I got a bit of a list here, like a nice one. I'd like to see Afra. I don't think that's going to happen. Hopefully she gets her own show, but again, it could be one of those kickstarters to a new show. You know what I mean? Uh, Tuscan Raiders, I think are a guarantee. Got a possible Jabba that could work within this. I feel more comfortable using these characters that we're familiar with in this setting than really going so much outside and bringing everybody under the, the sun in, right? Watto. Could maybe Watteau? be really, yeah. The gravitas really at the of end Watteau? Of, yeah. Really at the end of his days, I mean, we see him as kind of all washed up in Revenge of the Sith. 
Is it Revenge of the Sith or Attack, Attack of, the of the Clones? Okay, so, you know, he looks kind of down and out there, but he could still be around. I would feel comfortable with that. The two big ones, I think you can get a Biggs character in there at one point. That would be kind Biggs. of cool. Yeah, why not? He's kicking around on Tatooine at this time. He's still a kid, but, you know, it'd be cool. Like, you know, at the end of the episode, it'd be like, what's your name, kid? Biggs. Biggs Darklighter. Yeah, I mean, he's a, I he's, he's a few years older than Luke, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, if this is, we don't know exactly when it's taking place, but he could maybe be 13, 14-year-old at the time, something like that, you know, whereas Luke's, like, 10. And my big one, I think this could be really cool. I'd like to see it. Obi-Wan needs help. He doesn't know who to, re- who to reach out to, but... You're going to say Jar Jar, and that was my answer. No, it's not Jar Jar, but that's a good answer. I was going to say Dexter Jester. <laughs> Obi-Wan. Yeah, no, there's some good shouts in there, but oh boy, Dexter. Oh boy, seeing Dexter again. I don't know. It would be know. awesome live action, man. Like, he could have his back. Like, you know, the guy knows the in and outs of the outer rim. Like, he needs help. Like, oh, okay, this time we'll be one. <clears throat> Love it. So after 45 answers for wild cards. Yeah, uh, just a little few shouts, man. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I only chose one. It was uh, Jar Jar, just to uh, just to get uh, Ahmed best a little bit of a show him some love. Yeah, because I left some names off this list. He's just gonna to... blow his cover though. He's like, Obi Wan, you saw Obi Wan. No, Jar Jar, shut up, shut up. No, Obi Wan. No, 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 my name's Ben now. No, you saw Obi Wan. <laughs> shut wow. up. Yeah, like I, I left some some decent sized names off this list intentionally, just so that people could leave these you know leaving these wild card slots open to, for this. To, so I'm glad somebody shouted Jar Jar. I'm really happy to see that that name got in there because I think I do think he's going to be in this. I mean, there was that rumor that came out way back that he was going to be in the show. It took us all by surprise, but I think it makes sense. Yeah, maybe there's there's trouble on Naboo. And he has to escape, and he stumbles. Everybody stumbles onto Tatooine. Uh, Dave says uh, Hondo Onaka. Uh, he loves Kenobi. A little Hondo goes a long way. Oh, and he's deep cut. And he's. I don't think they'll do it now. Like that's. I think Hondo's going to be left off the the screen for a while. Um. And he said, Tuscan Raiders, it's not Tatooine without its fiercely independent indigenous peoples. Uh, uh, Then now, Nathan says, Ben Kenobi is 100% ordering Skip the Dishes from Dex's Diner. (laughs) There he is. (laughs) And he says, uh, either Din Djarin or Fennec Shand. Uh, I don't see the Mandalorian popping up in this, like... Fennec Shan, maybe. I mean, she she does bite it on, or apparently bites it on Tatooine, so maybe she's been there for a while. But that's like maybe ten years prior. I, I don't know. I think it's uh, just trying to trying to be a deep cut, Mister Nathan. Trying to be deep cut, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I got Ian saying, 
uh, Max Rebo. He's got two little facts here too, saying he thinks he managed. He read um, something in Star Wars Insider '67 that he managed to leap to safety before the barge exploded. Oh, good for him! Return of the Jedi. That's canon. You heard it here first. And also, he became very wealthy and ultimately retired on Coruscant. Cool. And he, he also thinks that uh, we'll get to see Jabba the Hutt. Like some something on Tatooine has to, the Huts has to be mentioned to some degree. Yep. And yeah. let's see what Kigo. Ah, uh, Kigo. Right. Well, Marie says uh, she's she's shouting Krennic and Urso, Galen that is. Hmm. And I don't know how you how you get them in there, but if if Empire is a heavy part of this show, maybe. I wonder if they somehow get thrown in here. Oh boy. Uh, Kigo's got Jabba, and also were, were, yeah, barman, yeah. All yeah. right. So that, I mean, that's about it. I, I don't, you know what? It, this was pretty cool. There was a bunch of us answering these questions. But really nothing, only what? One, two, three. There's five of them that was, was unanimous. Either yes or no across the board. And that all happened about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> and yeah, it was like the first four. Yeah. Owen not Brew. even unanimous. <clears throat> Owen and Baru, Luke, Qui-Gon, Cassian, and Mon Mothma. We were unanimous one way or the other on, on those. Everything else, by and large, some, there, was, there was mixes. There was a few real good splits there, too. So, we'll see. We'll see how many of these actually end up in this little mini-series. But yeah, then that, and then you have the, the conversation as, do we get all the players in the pool to deal with Obi-Wan's past? Or is this Logan set in Star Wars where it's just about Obi-Wan? And I'm in for either, really. Like, I really... Oh, boy. I really do get into a mental tug of war with myself over this one. To just, like, deal with all these open threads. Or just have it actually be... This show is Ewan McGregor's show. That's it, man. Like... Carlos said it like multiple times tonight. It's a mini series. We really got to get get some focus in here. Like it'd be nice to include all these characters, and there's definitely room for some, I would think. But there's got to be some big ass, big time focus, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want this to be a again desperate, desolate on his own. Cool. All right, uh, powerful friends. Thank you, guys. Marie, Stu, Kigo, Nathan, Ian, Dave. Great answers. Way to help us round this out and make the, the Hello There Challenge one for the ages. And we'll, we'll revisit this, I guess, in the future once uh, once the show is done and we can break it all I'm down. Curious. I'm going to keep like the scorecard. Two, two years from now, this is the time capsule. Yep, absolutely. We're going to come back to this episode in a couple of years and, and hash it out and see and laugh at each other and say... Look what you said. Look at that take that you were so sure of, and it blew up in your face. Yeah, Carlos, you're so stupid. 
Idiot. Why you be so stupid, stupid? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to take part in these challenges in the future, well, it, it, all it takes is being a powerful friend, which you can be, which you can become one of by visiting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber. Got a couple of tiers there for you to check out. And either one will get you uh, eligibility to play these crazy games when we play them, as well as all of the uh, delicious audio that we serve up to you. Speaking of which, we've got an episode of, uh, I think, Sith Disturbers on the menu for this week for our powerful friends. Uh, So looking forward to that. Otherwise, uh, send in your thoughts, your questions, anything uh, to tumblingsaber at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. Let us know you did that. We'll read that on the pod. And um, make sure you're subscribed and, and share the pod with your friends. That's the way you can help us most. Uh, so please go out there and do that. Uh, shout out to our dude, Rob Wade, from Emotionally14.com for endorsing this episode of the podcast. Uh, you can learn more about that, as I said, at Emotionally14.com. And be sure to check out our friends at the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Go check it out on Apple Podcasts. We're there as a podcast provider. And uh, you'll see all the the podcasts who are part of the Commonwealth family. And guys, with all that out of the way, Carlos, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at C Candido Music or at the Funny Carlos on both Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, I think I'm going to be... Uh, ramping up the uh, patreon again uh starting uh, in september so uh look out for carlos creates on patreon very cool Corey, where do we find you well you can definitely hit me up at chop rules with the z on the twitter machine and uh, as kyle's gonna let you know you can definitely join us in our closed comfy cozy it's like a nice warm blanket facebook group everybody's a lot of cool people in there everybody's like just you know, chill. Talking about good Star Wars stuff. Good Star Wars, not bad Star Wars. <laughs> everything, everything under the sun, man. Yep, come check us out in there. Uh, otherwise, you can find me at Tumbling Saber on Twitter and on Instagram. Would love to connect with you there, talking all things Star Wars. Uh, but that is going to do it for this week, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Have yourselves a great week. We'll talk to you again soon in another episode. And until then, may the Force be with you. Static draws me closer to your place Willing me through my dreams fall away Signs blindly to the lines on your face Beating strong Drifting, not relive this dream over and over and over again. Please don't leave my heart broken, bleeding. Don't believe it. Don't believe it I'll wake up
If only to see you next to me Sleeping Soundly Smiling Not really Start now. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about some of the top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. If you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, MyHealthPolicy.com is a great place to go to find a plan that meets your needs. Learn more about your options. Even talk with a licensed insurance agent. MyHealthPolicy.com. New to Medicare? Go to MyHealthPolicy.com. With MyHealthPolicy.com, you can compare plans from some of the nation's top insurers. Start now to find a plan and apply online. MyHealthPolicy.com makes it easy to find a Medicare Advantage plan in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. My decision, my Medicare. MyHealthPolicy.com I'm enrolling in Medicare soon, and it had me a little confused. Then I found MyHealthPolicy.com. With MyHealthPolicy.com, I could go online and compare Medicare Advantage plans from some top-rated national insurers, including $0 monthly premium plans. I could learn about plans in my area and talk with a licensed insurance agent if needed. MyHealthPolicy.com 
has made doing my research a whole lot easier. My choice, my Medicare, myhealthpolicy.com.